You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at KNLradio.com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. Your Alexa smart speaker to play uh, 95.3 KNL FM. Lambert, Michael Walker, uh, back in the home press box and uh, getting ready for what we think is another uh, you know, pretty exciting, could be an exciting contest on the district championships on the line here tonight. Ozona. Uh, what's interesting about this matchup, we lead the series 12 to 8, which isn't the closest series in common opponents. This, this matchup goes back to 1939. As far as wow. I can tell. And Ozona tends to show up and play very physical. And they've, they've had a string of, you know, depending on the decade, you know, they'll, they'll win three out of the four series. And then they still come back and win four of the five series. And mm-hmm. So uh, kind of a long history. Uh, they look very talented on paper. Record-wise, they come in here, they're five and four on the season. Mason's eight and one. Uh, they're three and one in district, so they're contending, you know. Sure. Uh, you know, it's Mason, John City, uh, Ozona. And so, can't, I mean, Puncher's got to finish. And, uh, but I think it, like, it's, it's kind of, it sets itself up kind of like coming in, you know, when Johnson City was here a couple weeks ago. Well, it, it is very interesting. I mean, for, for a team like Ozona to come in here to the Puncher Dome, which can be intimidating to, to some of those, uh, teams that have never played here before, it's been a pretty good spell since Ozona's been here. Um, you know, they, they haven't yeah. been in our district, uh, up until last year again. And, uh, and with that being said, we've gone out there. And so they haven't been here in, I don't know how long it takes back. I think 2015, well, other than last year, 2015 was the last time. I was going to say, not since I've done it. And I started in 16. So, uh, so that makes perfectly good sense. And, uh, you know, going back to what I was trying to say there is they, they hold the upset card. Uh, there's no, they're in the playoffs. They're going to make it, or they're going to be one of the four teams to come out. And they, there's no, there's no losing point for them tonight, uh, other than, you know, trying not to get hurt. But, uh, they could come in here, run upset on this deal, and cause a three way tie if they're at the top end of this district, which would be the first time we've seen that. And, uh, you might have to go back to 39. You said, uh, I mean, they, they, don't have a lot to lose. No. And as uh, we were getting, you know, ready here, uh, 10 minutes prior to this broadcast, um, before I was on the heads to the field house, mm-hmm. first time I heard an opposing coach from the field, you know, and, and the player, I mean, they were, they're fired up. I mean, okay. they're here to upset. And, uh, but I think Mason, I mean, talking with Coach McLeod, I mean, I think they've been steady in these kind of games. Sure. You know, we expect a, I expect a tight series early on, kind of that chess match, you know, filling each other out, uh, some stops, uh, some holds, some, you know, back and forth. But, uh, punchers have shown, uh, they don't get rocked. They don't get, you know, sure. they, they're going up against, uh, you know, uh, some of uh, you know, talent. Uh, they get down, you know, by a score. Uh, they just, they're methodical. They, they make their good adjustments and then they wear them down. Right. And I think that's where we have the advantage and you know Coach McLeod talked about. No, I, well. I don't disagree at all, Will. I, I think from a rattled standpoint, this team has showed us that they don't really get that way. Um, in a dramatic fashion. Uh, they've done a very good job of concealing that. But what's something that, uh, 
that I don't think you can sustain from this point on is something that they haven't been able to fix all season, and that's the yellow flags on the field. You know, we beat we beat a team last week 51 to nothing in an in a overwhelming blowout, but there were still eight flags for almost 90 yards in that game, and that's something that can't be sustainable moving forward. Their two biggest, their two closest games thus far, one a loss and one a win, have been that way because we've shot ourselves in the foot, uh, you know, in that figure of speech with the flags. And we've let those people be in the game when really we've had the ability to shut them out. Yeah, in a game, if, if it's a tight game and you're getting penalized for downfield blocking on a just just trying to, you know, where the play is going on the side of the ball, I, I think the coaches agree. We're fine with that. As long as, you know, if we're, if we're way ahead, sometimes the backside away from the play penalties, that's what we saw last week. That's okay, and that's just, you know, I'm like you, right? Clean it up. You know, if you can't get your man. We have yet we have yet to come together and play the perfect game. And I think from this point on, as the competition gets tougher, Shiner still lingers out there somewhere. Refurio still lingers out there somewhere. And there's no telling who's in between that's gotten better uh, in that regard. And so I think, uh, I think you've got to play a clean game. And I think the two takeaways from tonight is to win this ball game. Keep the penalties down and finish the drives that you that you know you need to finish. They haven't done that either. On the back side, on the front side of a of a half or a quarter, and on the back side of that same front half or quarter. And uh, the things that Coach Burns lingered on, and I, I hate to bring his name up because I know this isn't his era, but that's just a fact of football. And in in the, in the sense that you've got to have those finishing moments to be able to be sustainable down the road. They're so impactful. Those those change a game. They change a momentum. They change the attitude uh, of your opponent and of you so much, and they're so drastic that, you know, I think you've got to have that. That and the penalties, and this team could make a push deep into the playoffs. Yeah, and this is going to be an, another good test for them, especially finishing up the regular season and uh, hopefully get, you know, those Crown District champions. Ozona's speed last year, I remember at the first part of that game, I think it was the first drive. Ozona's just taking it down the field, and they crossed the 50-yard line, and we kind of looked at each other and went, man, this is kind of some speed that we haven't seen in in a while. And that was because we were in district play, and we don't we don't see a lot of yeah. that. Ozona had some speed, and they've got some of those guys coming back today, and they're in, they're in this house. And uh, as you know, uh, they're looking to, to have an upset. Yeah, and, and you're right. Other than Johnson City, I mean – you know, stat-wise, they're coming. They do have some talented players, especially on the offensive side, and they do play physical. I mean, we saw you know even like yesterday, traveled to Arizona, watched the junior high JV. JV only had twelve players, got blown up, but a lot of them have been moved up. Sure, the junior high. I mean, they were. I mean, you can just they, they've got a program. Right, we've got a program. So it's a kind of a, a battle between programams in a tight historical series. So it sets up well. Uh, before we go to break, just to touch on that, they've got three skill players. The quarterback number one, he's you know. I was watching lots of 40-yard passes into the end zone. On the scattering up was a running back. That is the best back we've seen all season. That's after playing Wall, who had a great, you know, sure, fantastic back. Uh, one of their wideouts, uh, he leads there in receiving, you know, best route runner quickest. He's small, but, you know, he's one of those guys that he's going he's gonna to beat you on the route running. We struggled in that department. So, being an SNC, uh, we're excited. Uh, we'll take a two-minute commercial break. Come back here from uh, head coach Michael McLeod. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football, 95-3, Daniel. 
Having medical care choices close to home is now possible. Midcoast Well Care Mason is here to serve your walk-in primary, family, medical, and well care needs. Midcoast Medical Center Central Llano offers 24-hour emergency care, imaging, diagnostic laboratory, and rehabilitation needs. Having a choice of medical providers is essential. Choose Midcoast for all your family's medical needs. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club, Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, jeez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. The commercial bank strives to be the good neighbor. We are committed to supporting our many worthy community projects and our awesome school system. Our vision is to continue to grow the TCB brand by welcoming new customers. Remember, it is always a good time to bank with us. Small town banking is alive and well at the Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate. 95.3 KNEL. That's all the way home. All right, and we're back uh, live in the Puncher Dome, getting ready for this uh, district matchup. Your Mason Punchers and the Arizona Lions. Again, Mason, 8-1 in the season, trying to trying to finish 9-1, win district again. Uh, that'd be a pretty, pretty sure that's a good 10 plus years as district cha- or on the on the line tonight. Uh, go ahead and uh, listen to head coach uh, Michael McLeod. Uh, ask him a couple of questions, kind of lengthy, but uh, you know, tell, tell you what he knows about Arizona and kind of ask him kind of about the the program in general as well. Here's uh, head coach Michael McLeod. Coach McLeod, welcome back. Uh, your team nine and one on the season. Uh, y'all took care of business in Brackettville last week. Uh, head into the, your last home game, last district game. Uh, it's the zone of lines. You know, they're going to come to play tough. Uh, looks like they, you know, uh, beat up on Harper about as bad as we did last week. Kind of what, uh, what do you, uh, or kind of what's y'all's strategy going into this game? Talked a little bit about uh, this year's Ozona team and then kind of what, what, what is that playoff picture looking like if we, you know, become that district champion? Yeah, Arizona's extremely talented. Um, I think they're better skill-wise. Their skill guys are much more explosive. Um, last year, you know, they had that senior quarterback. They were senior heavy um, in the backfield. And, uh, you know, quarterbacks coming off kind of a, a knee injury, um, but competitive and, uh, you know, obviously well-tenured um, to uh, varsity football. And so, you know, uh, compared to last year's team, I don't think they they still have big kids, uh, but not quite the uh, – I don't think the leadership up front, uh, nonetheless, they're still talented, um, much more explosive. They have, uh, um, you know, their running back's probably the best running back um, that we've seen yet. 
Um, and I'd venture to say probably the best, one of the best, if not the best running back in our district. Um, and then um, one of their wideouts is probably the fastest, quickest cat we've seen all year, um, the fastest in the district or in, in the whole non-district and district. So um, they got some talent. Um, you know, Coach Taylor over there, I know they've been facing a lot of adversity. Um, and, uh, you know, I know he's got, you know, they've got a lot to play for, not only themselves and, and their own goals, but, you know, Coach Taylor and, and trying to help him through tough times. And, uh, you know, if y'all don't know, Coach Taylor, you know, um, had a premature son named Jet, um, and he's been struggling, um, you know, from the get-go, from, from birth. And, and I don't know the exact details of the complications, but um, he's been fighting for his life every um, every second um, that he's been here on earth, his son. And, and Coach Taylor didn't even coach the first couple games this year. Um, and so, you know, he's trying to come off of that. You know, he's got two other um, boys um, that are a little bit older. But, um, you know, I know they have a lot to play for. And, they you know, they would do – they would like nothing better than to come in here and, and win, you know, give themselves a, sh a shot um, to, to go in a different seed um, than knocking off Mason on senior night at the Puncher Dome. So, you know, they got the talent. Um, they got the motivation um, to come in here and, and, and uh, compete well. And so, obviously, we know that, um, and uh, we're competing for a district championship. Obviously, uh, we've got our own game plan. We've got our own motivation, and, and uh, you, know, uh, we're, you know, we plan on – you know, there's not but one option for us, and that's winning. Um, but, you know, um, it really, the strategy doesn't change too much. Obviously, we're going to do what we do. Um, and uh, we feel, you know, we feel like uh, our kids, you know, are really playing well, you know, at the, the most important part of the year. Um, I felt like last week um, we kind of took care of business. Uh, I feel like, you know, we kept the flow and the feel in the second half versus Bracket, and our twos got in there and really competed well. Um, and so I liked, you know, that was one thing I challenged our kiddos to do. Um, was um, to keep keep uh, keep the flow of the game, keep your foot down on the gas pedal. You know, in some other games, um, you know, Harper game, we came out and played well in the first half and then kind of just stalled out in the second half, just wasn't real decisive in the second half. And uh, um, Johnson City, you know, didn't play well in the first half, um, but, you know, came out and played well in the second half. Um, and so really just hadn't put that big, you know, that full four-quarter game together um, keeping the flow and keeping the mentality regardless of the circumstance or the team or the competition. And, and uh, you know, we did that last week. And so we've had, you know, great week of practice. Um, and so, you know, nothing better, no better situation for the punchers and our kids um, to, to be in charge of their fate, you know, at home, senior night for the district championship. Um, and so, you know, I like our chances. I like our preparation. Um, and so, you know, we're going to go see what we got on Friday. So you're, you know, nine and one, best record in your three-year tenure. Uh, talk a little bit about the program, you know, kind of your, you know, what uh, you envision in the next three years, kind of what are your goals, uh, what's coming up, classification status, you know, where are we at there? Um, I know, you know, there's been some talk about kind of where we're sitting and, and um, what that, how that could affect us in the future. And then, yeah, again, uh, uh, you know, kind of what's that playoff picture looking like, uh, you know, round one if we, uh, we beat Ozone on Friday night. We take care of business and we get our second goal, which is win the district championship. Um, Schulenberg um, is who we'll play. Um, you know, they're, uh, they're in that uh, Weimar, Ganado, Flatonia, um, Shiner district. Uh, they'd be the fourth place team out of that district. Um, you know, some, from some of the stuff that I've, that I've heard, um, they're probably the second most talented team in that district. Um, but, you know, they just, 
second year coach, I believe, um, just hadn't quite got them playing all together. Um, but you know, that's that's maybe even scarier than uh, than someone that is playing together, just because you know if they do catch a hot streak in the game or they are cap or able to make a few big plays, you know, they ride that emotional roller coaster and and stay on top and just squeeze out an upset somehow. Um, and so, you know, they're a little bit more unknown to that, which makes them a little bit scarier, in my opinion. Um, you know, if, if they were more <laughs> solid in their belief, you can make a solid game plan. But, um, you know, obviously, uh, again, our game plan won't change. But um, I expect, you know, them to be, you know, give us fits here and there. And, uh, you know, it'll be a good test for us. And I'm excited for our boys. You know, you just you start getting in different parts of Texas. It's just kind of different style of football and, and uh, you know, kind of, I guess, giving us that experience and, and that culture uh, of other places. Um, we hadn't played Schulenberg in a while. It's kind of a change-up from your, your Weimers, your Shiner, you know, all that. And so um, I'm excited for the opportunity. Obviously, we got to take care of business on Friday, but looking like Schulenberg in the first round of playoffs. And then um, as far as program goes, you know, um, our kids around here, they, they know how to compete. Um, and that's the one thing um, that I think separates us from other places is our kids' willingness to compete and willingness to work hard because, um, you know, our coaches, we have great people here, great coaches um, on the boys' and girls' side, but, uh, uh, you know, they're good at what they do. And not only that, they're good at motivating our kids to compete. Um, and so, you know, like just the old cliche, we're not, you know, very rarely are we more talented than the other other teams, especially once we get in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, n not many places um, that we're going to – or not many teams that we face are going to be able to out-compete us uh, or out, you know, the toughness factor, uh, they won't be tougher than us just because of the way we train our kids um, and just the way we motivate our kids from a coach's standpoint, from a community standpoint. Um, and so, you know, for the program's sake, our kids are going to grow physically. I mean, you know, that's a that's a given. Um, you know, you got kids competing in basketball, but then the ones that aren't competing in basketball, you know, once football's over with, they're they're in off season. Um, and we've got our own competition scale in that in that off season in that weight room. Um, and then as soon as spring starts, we got kids going two or three sports. And sure, they're not necessarily growing, um, you know, um, skill-wise necessarily in, in one particular sport. Um, but the one thing that you can't game plan for is a kid's ability to know how to win or kids and the team. Um, and that's why I think Mason continues to win over and over again because we encourage our kids to compete, whether it be UIL, whether it be band, whether it be tennis track, football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is. Um, and so that's why we're able to win Lone Star Cups and compete for Lone Star Cups. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what, you know, I, I, I feel more, um, I guess, uh, more value in that Lone Star Cup win um, than really anything else because it gives a overall program picture, not just a sports-specific picture. You know, obviously, yeah, I'd love to go win a state title um, in football, and I know all of our coaches and their respected sports love to do the same. Um, but – you know that's always that's not always going to be the case, uh, but I feel like we always have a chance to compete for a Lone Star Cup championship because of the way uh, we raise our kids around here. Um, and so I like to keep keep that obviously going um, and improve that, and uh, you know motivate those kids to just compete. You know, be tough, and because they're going to grow physically, but it's uh, really that mental growth um, and, and learning that um, you're it's it's bigger than you. You know, it's about our team and it's about our school. Um, and trying to grasp that concept and really instill that concept into those guys um, is, is my main goal um, in helping these kiddos be successful because, 
um, at the end of the day, you know, we're all part of a bigger picture and a bigger team, um, especially once you get out in the real world. And so um, I think that's important for our kiddos um, and why, you know, our kids not only compete and are successful here at school uh, while they're here with us, but, you know, also they're successful once they get out on their own. Um, and so, you know, uh, when kids come back and, and reach out and, and talk about what they're doing now and how they're doing well and how, um, you know, they, the things that they learned in football or the things that they learned from this teacher um, or the things that um, help motivate them or carry them to be a better uh, co-worker or a better boss or a better, um, better husband or, you know, better wife. Those are the things that mean the most. And so from a program standpoint, um, I just like helping these kids grow every day, whether it be physically, whether it be mentally, you know, spiritually, um, through FCA, all that stuff. It's just, uh, you know, I feel like that's my purpose here. Um, and so I like, uh, I enjoy fulfilling that purpose um, and helping these young men and women. We're definitely in good hands, Coach. Uh, good luck in your speech today to them and also this Friday night uh, taking on the Ozona Lions and hope to be visiting with you here next week uh, talking about the playoffs. Thanks a lot. 95.3 KNEL. All right, we're back just in time. Both teams taking the field simultaneously. You made some punchers come out through the sign. Once a puncher, always a puncher. And uh, they look fired up here. Last regular season game district finale for both teams. Arizona also fired up. Expect a great match up here tonight. Again, punchers coming in eight and one on the season, looking to. Uh, Cap it off 9-1 with the district championship. Ozona fighting for that uh, third-place spot, but uh, also looking for the upset. Uh, they come in here, they're 5-4 on the season, 3-1 in district. Had the season, they three consecutive losses. They lose to Sonora, Week, I think uh, Reagan County, and then all bigger than them. Yeah, all come back. And then another three-win win streak. I mean, it is district play. They did lose to Johnson City, 30-13. Uh, so that's, a, that's one way to gauge it. I think they've had some injuries, but they've moved up some players. And, uh, again, Ozona always shows up. So, second exciting contest. Again, both teams on the field. Go ahead and take a quick 60-second uh, commercial break. Here's from our sponsors. Come back. National Anthem. Uh, captains kick off here on 95.3. Can you? The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, Flag Corps, Puncher Pete, and the Twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the punchers. The Commercial Bank is an independent community bank that has served Mason since 1901 with the same name and same goal of providing community leadership and excellent financial services. We believe we should know our customers and our customers should know us. Our business model is based on relationships and that is why we believe banking with us is a better way to bank. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL.
we're about ready to get this one kicked off here in the puncher dome as uh this nice cool finally fall evening uh here in start in November. Uh we've been waiting on the cooler weather for quite some time and uh uh Mason will attack this one in uh all purple get out as uh purple helmets, jerseys, pants, white lethering and uh Ozona comes uh to the forefront in all white. Uh, with their gold, or I guess they got purple numbers, uh, and with gold trim. And uh, tonight's captains for Mason are uh, uh, Coy Mott, uh, uh, Schmidt, Tate, Tate Schmidt, and uh, I was thinking of his brother's yeah. name in my head, and Tristan Keller. Captains for Ozona, also the players to watch. I mean, that's pretty much their studs. Number eight, the quarterback, Charles Childress. Number 21, uh, running back, Carlos Cantu. He'll also play some quarterback. Number one, leading receiver, Lane Smith, uh, 5'6", 125. And, and then their feature back, number 25, Matthew De La Garza. And uh, those are the, their main weapons on the offensive side. Arizona, you know, they're kind of like Johnson City. They're, they're big. I mean, they well, they come in here almost – Statistically, you know, they lose to Johnson City in district. They come in, they're averaging the same, you know, 33 points a game. Yeah. Uh, they're giving up 16 points a game. Across the line of scrimmage, they're actually bigger than Johnson City was, which surprised me. That is shocking. Uh, they're about 230. You know, they were, Johnson City was 235. This seems closer to 240. Of course, they got a 300-pounder in there that knows. Archers win the top, uh, lose the top. I was going to defer the second half. Mason Ward received the kickoff. More left or right. So something that we didn't talk about, a variable here, is it is senior night. It's a lot, it's the last night that uh, a pretty good wad of this Mason Puncher team is going to play here in the Puncher Dome. And so that, that brings an element to the table of uh, nobody wants to go out uh, losing. So uh, and that, core, that core senior group there for the Punchers uh, plays a vital role in this football team. And, uh, as, as they do each year, year in and year out. But, uh, uh, you know, this team's got something to prove yet. And, uh, hopefully Ozona, uh, becomes the wrath of that, uh, here tonight in the Puncher Dome as we're getting set to kick this ball away. Mason will, uh, receive this football to start this, uh, to start the, this football game from our right to left. And, uh, we look forward to, to calling this final game of the season in the puncher dome hopefully uh we're a long way from the final game of the season but uh, the last one here interesting follow up on this senior night comment i just recounted we've got 14 seniors on the squad Arizona's got 14 seniors on theirs yeah i had more last year so we do yeah we've been favored this season taking on teams that were senior heavy last year not as much this year but a comment that you made off the air that uh uh you know, a lot of people don't realize is that this one, it's kind of unique formation here. Uh, I'm going to pause what I said there. You got four on the near side on this kickoff squad, and, uh, you've got six on the other yeah. side. Think they're kicking it left. Yeah, they do. High, short, going to be fitted, 25. Ryan Todd taking around the versus field on the left side. And out of bounds on the home sideline at about the 44. Watch your offense take over. Yeah, you either knew that they were going to kick that one left or that they were going to try something to that short side as they had two up men. But 
Uh, nonetheless, uh, getting back to what I was saying there, I don't even remember what I was talking about now, but uh, something you said off the air was that uh, Ozona moves up next year uh, with the, the new rankings coming out or new scheduling or, or districting yeah. coming back out. So uh be interesting. Uh, won't play them for a while. Wofford under center, split backfield. Twins bunch to the left. Bootleg, oh, play action. Wofford throws has Wide, real wide open, down the home sideline, tackle down near the 30-yard line. It's going to be first down punchers. No flags on the play as, uh, yeah, just a good pitch and catch there. You had uh, 10 men in the box uh, against that puncher uh, bunch formation. And uh, yeah, great Walker just goes right to uh, his second play there as he kind of audibles at the line, which is something we haven't seen them do lately. Uh, he made a little collar, and uh, they ran out there. Punchers quickly to the line of scrimmage. Down in backfield, pitches it to Todd, right side, cuts up, tackled, across the 30 to the Ozona 28. Something we hadn't faced and uh, just saw right there. Lots of game tackling here by this Ozona defense in this early stages of this ball game. Good pick pickup of three. They're looking to stop the run because that's what we've been doing the last few weeks. Yeah, Not throwing the ball successfully. Second down and eight, ball uh, just across the 30-yard line in Ozona territory after that big pass. Caught by Rose. Ivan under center. They motion Scantlin to the left. They end up Todd left side. Big hole between the tackles. He's going to have enough for the first out of the 20. Stood up. Finally brought down. First down punchers. Lots of, lots of pushing there. As, uh, Mason on three plays is quickly down to the Arizona 20-yard line where they'll have a first and 10. After that good run, lots of lots of big runs off the left side of that offensive line, uh, following in there behind Will Hintz, and uh, you got uh, uh, Milam and and uh, Hutron. Yeah, credit Rogelio, sophomore, been playing great. Yeah, I'll see now they move to the right side, right guard. He's been their boy. Right stacked, toss it to Scantlin, right side. Oh, trips gets tripped up by his own blocker, but picks up a few. Wofford took on a big block there and got knocked back into Scantlin. But uh, two-yard pickup on the play. Brings up second down and eight. Just quickly down the field, following that first down or first play completion to White Row. They're in Arizona territory. 10-15 left in the first, so scoreless. Mason received the opening kickoff. They were driving down the field, second and six. Hunter's a... Getting to the line quickly. Twins left. Keller, Spencer, they hand off the pod left Ooh, side. Makes block. a nice little off tackle. One man to beat. Gets around the corner. Touchdown, punchers. Really nice block up there by Scantlin to spring the side around the edge. And uh, he just does the rest with his legs as he has all season. Puts that one in there for the touchdown. Your punchers are on top, six to nothing. Barring the shoe change and the extra point. That is... Uh, Ryan Todd's 10th rushing touchdown on the season. He's got two in the air uh, from those, you know, passing screen plays. Okay, we getting a shoe on. Comes up for the extra point. He's got to get a little faster on that shoe change. He was in the line by about 12 seconds. Never seen anybody just sit down on the field to swap that out. But, oh, it's a low kick, but through. Yeah. I can kind of have a little... Top spin action on it. Yeah. Punchers lead seven to zero. I was talking about Ryan Todd. He just scored from what was that? Twelve yards out. 
little yeah. further. Anyway, leading uh, offensive weapon coming into this ball game, he had 675 yards on the ground, nine, now 10 touchdowns, averaging eight. They put 10 yards, <clears throat> yards for carry average, 10 receptions, 126 yards, two touchdowns. And uh, he's uh, followed by the fullback, Jaden Scantlin. He comes in with 452 yards on the ground, four touchdowns, averaging six yards to carry. Aiden Hardy got injured a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he, he was also leading uh, in rushing with five touchdowns. And Mike, you like this. Who do you think is the new leading tailback uh, as far as average yards per carry? Oh, there's no doubt. We saw it last week. So, uh, Hunter Goodwin gets, you know, moved to the fullback spot in this, this what they call a rip, uh, offensive backfield, which is a diamond set, you know, one of the two fullbacks. Four carries, 88 yards. He's averaging, he's now the new leading, you know, as far as average yards per carry, he's only carried four times. Yeah. And, uh, he's getting, uh, good to see Harding back in uniform, back suited up. Yeah, I'm sure you just mentioned that, but, uh, good to see that. Yeah, I think, if they don't need him, they won't play him, but uh, if they do, they'll, they'll put him in there on defense. Wide row teeing it up. Punchers lead it 7-0. to zero. One of the first offensive series. Rose been kicking it deep. They let him unleash the foot. Back deep to receive for Arizona, number 25, number 1. Oh, oh. long onside. Good at 35. And number 2, and he's tackled. Whack. How about the 35? Van, or Carter got in there and uh, hit him initially, and then a whole host of punchers take him down uh, right there, like Will said, at the 35-yard line, where Ozono have their first possession of the ball game with 9.44 on the clock. Your punchers lead this one in the first quarter, 7 and up. Alfredo uh, Valdez, first one down there, makes the tackle. We're good to see him back in action. And uh, Ozono... They're going to plug in number, I believe that's number 21, quarterback Carlos Cantu. They're the guards are next to him. They give it to Taylor Garza right up the middle, and he's going to pick up a few. Rance Carter, first one on the tackle as uh, he just slides through the offensive line and uh, makes a hit. But uh, fall, falling forward, he gets two yards on the play, brings up second down and eight from about the 38. Yeah, we'll see. Possibly two quarterbacks. Children's number eight leads the team in, in uh, passing yards. Cantu back in action. He's in the gun. And the guards are set to his left. And right back to the end. The guards are left side. He picks up positive yards. About the 48, 49. One yard to go. Yeah. Bishop comes up with good run support there from the safety position. But a uh, little too late as uh, there's six yards gained on the play. Brings up third down and one. No huddle for lines offense. Cantu, Ball, shotgun. Ball's on the 44-yard line. They've got two blockers on the left side. They give it to as the first, out across to midfield, pushing the pile. And Ozona gets the first and a few more. Yeah. And they're going to they're gonna give them forward progress. We got the one on our side that, nope, they're not either. That's good. So uh, even though they get the first down, they're going to be stopped uh, just across midfield. On the 46-yard line in puncher territory, though, Ozona running the football effectively here on this initial drive. And the guards that came into the game over a 1,000 yards on the season, and they're going to get it to him again. Left side, cuts off the block, spins, and picks up about four. 
Yeah, I got away from Carter and Scantlin there to pick up another three yards as uh, brings up a second down and five. Ball uh, on the 42-yard line, so uh, been 25 right, 25 left at this point for Arizona as they, are, they too, are marching down the field. This is where the big front of that Johnson City I could see came into effect. They we got a five start. Yeah, they jumped early. Yeah, so they put the big back in there. Number three, I'm not sure uh, how big that kid is, but he looks big from up here. Yeah, Logan Say played against us last year. Junior, six foot, 215. And uh, he was about to get to run the ball there, but uh, it's going to bring them back to a second down and 10 from, or second down and nine originally, uh, yeah. almost back to the original line of scrimmage. Ball's on the puncher 47. It was on his cross midfield. Cantu's in at quarterback. Okay, catches on the ground. Two fullbacks and a tailback. High snappy. Cantu fakes to keep it and tackles for a while. Yeah. Man, Milo Mayfield and Carter, or Scanlon, excuse me, just wreak havoc in the backfield. Scanlon gets there first, and uh, he takes the, the running back who he pulled it, put it in his belly and pulled it back out. The quarterback did, and Milo was there just to finish him off. And he fell very awkwardly on that uh, left leg. Hey, he's got a brace on. He's been injured. They keep him in there. Into the shotgun. Hot, another high snap. Couldn't take it. Keeps it. And stuff. Man, just another awkward tackle right there, too. I guess it was that brace on him. But Milo Mayfield, I saw him check in right there. So big third down stop there. Makes it uh, fourth down and nine from the uh, 44-yard line. Excuse me, 46-yard line. We're going to send in the punt team. Yeah, I'm not sure. I figured they'd go for it right there, honestly. Yeah, they're fourth uh, down territory, but Sugars comes in. He's also a quarterback, but he's going to be punting from his own 45. Ron Todd goes back. He's got one return for touchdown of the season. Wobbly kick. Looks like he's going to go out of bounds between the 10 and the 15 with a puncher offense to take over. Nice punt there from, uh, from Arizona. But uh, your punchers lead this one uh, seven to nothing with six thirty-two on the clock. Let's thank our sponsors real quick. Uh, while Mason takes the field for their second possession of the ball game, Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Mid Coast Well Care and Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and Mason Puncher Club. Punchers hold. On defense, they lead Arizona 7-0, 6-32, less than the first. They start first and 10 from their own 12. Two tight ends. Full T backfield. Quick pitch, left side. Ryan Todd trying to get the edge. This time he's pushed out of bounds. Pick up of a few. Yeah, good containment over there on that side uh, from Arizona. Uh, he's going to get about two and a half yards on the play. Second down and eight. Ball's on the 13-14 yard line. Hunter's definitely uh, mixing it up here. Not as uh, just kind of line up and, you know, two tight end sets and run it right at you. Pulling out the playbook. Crawford under center, second and nine. Wing T back to him. Receiver split near side to the left. They get to the fullback dive and he's stuffed. Back to a loss to Scantlin back at the. Man, big number 70 up there. Just got a good push and uh, he got a hold of his bear claws on him and uh, he wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, their nose guards, number 70, Robert Ferreira, 5'9", 245, also number 78, Keanu Perez, 5'10", 
6-1-3-13. Big bodies there to push around. There's always a stack in the box. They're a double tie wing T set. Third and nine. Crawford. Good leg action. Man. The stack throws it across the middle incomplete. Trying to get Spencer. He got hammered by number 78, uh, who didn't even hesitate to smack him on the ground. Crawford escaped the stack by ducking his head, but. Yeah, number 20 was all over him. He came unblocked off the edge and uh, brings up a big fourth down, backed up. Arizona's going to have good field position here as their defense comes alive on that second possession. Uh, come back, Lane Smith, Matthew De La Garza, their two main offensive weapons standing at midfield. Peyton Harding back in the game. He's going to be punting out of his own end zone. Someone comes after Harding gets the punt off, lands 40, and falls on it. I don't know why they, it was heading their direction, but they fall on it, and they take over from the puncher. <laughs> that, was little, that was a little, that was a little game right there. Is uh, they push the, they push the Ozona player onto it, so he touches it and has to fall on it. But that's one way to do it, I guess. But Ozona's going to have better field position than when they punted a while ago as uh, they are on the 38-yard line, like Will said, and uh, looking to stay fighting in this one. But your punchers got up early on about five plays, drove the field, and uh, put seven points on the board, as that's what the score is, seven to nothing with 5.15 on the clock in the first quarter. Now Lane Smith, the receiver, comes in at quarterback. David Garza to his right, two fullbacks left. They go David Garza to the left side, big hole. And a good one jumps on his back. They carry down to the 33. Goodwin was doing all he could to get out of the pause at number 70 as uh, he he has been a target and been double teamed almost every time off the line. But a big pickup of six right there <clears throat> that pushes him across. Yeah. Pushes him across the 35 to the 33-yard line. Jim Smith back at quarterback number one. Now he's going to keep it himself left side. Oh, he's fast. Yeah, he's very quick. With, uh, getting those first down of zone down to the puncher. Uh, 20. Yeah, no, uh, 25-yard uh, line. 25-yard lines were first and 10 for Ozona. Uh, at number one, uh, just the kind of different level there. Yeah, they, there were three words when they described him. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, he's fast. Now he's in the, at quarterback. Leading receiver. So far, uh, can't see he's been out on this series. They did today. The guys are right side, and he's able to pick up a few on the first down carry. Yeah, big line up there on the front end, uh, just uh, impressing their will against uh, that Mason defense at the moment. Mason kind of got their hands on the hips on that front line up there. Milo Mayfield came in and and made uh, an impressionable stop on that last drive, but he's checked out at the moment. Uh, good one, Montiano, Jacoby, three-man front. As Smith takes it. Don't leave. Oh, keeps man. it left side, has a lot of space. He's quick, makes a move. Up the field, first down, and across the 10 to the 8. Man, it took a long time. Ontiveros finally got over there and laid the wood on him uh, to knock him out at the 10-yard line. But he made three people miss. And uh, poor Jacoby, he just got all kinds of faked out as he took the running back. And uh, Garza just yeah, looked around the back. Good take, and we saw that happen to our junior high yesterday a lot. I mean, they are good at putting it deep into the belly of that running back and pulling it out last minute. Same formation. This time they get it to the running back. He stopped at the line of scrimmage, but they get a push. And all it takes is, and goal. 
All it takes is one or two of those big linemen to get right in behind him and start pushing him down the field. But uh, like you said, second down and goal. Ball sits on about the six-yard line. So Ozona in business here uh, to give the punchers a run. Oh, at 3.30 on the clock here in the first quarter, punchers do lead this one 7 to nothing. They stay in the same formation. they got two fullbacks to the left side, close to the line of scrimmage. Smith takes it straight out of the gun. Keeps it himself, trying to get the corner. He might have the pylon. He made it. Touchdown, Lions. Wow. What an effort right there at the last minute to just get around uh, um, Spencer Morris. And Spencer Morris was the last to hope there, and they just – Sucked everybody into the offensive line and then sprinted around the outside. Kind of looked like an old Mason Puncher move. And uh, Garza's got plenty of speed. I think I'd uh, dedicate one, one soul to touch him each and every time. That's something uh, we didn't expect coming into this one as uh, it would be. Oh, it oh, heard the touchdown. That kicks the extra point. Lane Smith. Hey, Smith. I mean, he sold out to block that one. Yeah. Almost got it. Yeah, we didn't expect number one in the leading receiver. Can't tell he was the quarterback starting the game. Goes out, you can tell he was he'd been injured earlier. Like the body even spoke on that. He has a brace on his left knee. Yeah. So he was limping on. They put the receiver back there. He's a one of the most agile guys. And he gets the score, kicks the extra point, ties up the ball game. Mason seven, Ozona seven, three twenty. in the first. I don't know whether the scouting report just said he was just a just a really nimble receiver because, to me, he looked like the number one asset in that whole drive right there. Yeah, they did play number eight. is their leading passer. He's been lined up as an H-back. That's what we've been doing. We've been running – they call it a rip. I didn't know they call it a rip. It's a diamond backfield. you got two fullbacks. Yeah. Whether it's a gun or under center. They're running the same thing. they come up with new names for things than what you and I have seen over the years. Not that old. Well, <laughs> think about it. Think about it and just think about how old it is. Isaiah Bishop all alone. You see the kickoff stand at the 15. Ryan Todd is the up man. He's going to steal this one. At the 24, takes it around the left side. Big hole up the middle of the field. At the middle, oh, he's got room. One man to beat. Ryan Todd scores his feet. Down the left sideline. Drugs down at the 5 to 3. Out of bounds. Man, First thing going punches. number 10 did some hustle in there, and uh, he's pretty fast, too, as uh, he was able to catch him there at the five-yard line. But uh, a collision in the middle of the field uh, caused by Hunter Goodwin on a block sprung Todd uh, up the middle as there were three defenders coming at him at one time. Hunter throws an elbow and clips one, and he hits the other two. Domino affects him, and Todd springs through the middle of the field, takes it down to the five-yard line. But number 10, number 10 had the angle, and he had the speed to make it up the difference. One wise to kick straight to Ron Todd. Uh, they're trying to just pitch kick that out to the 20. I was going to be a little nervous, Will, as we got stoned on our last drive uh, pretty pretty, pretty fast. And uh, yeah, I was a little worried about that. But we're in business down here inside the five-yard line. Mason takes their first time out of the half. We'll take 30 seconds with them. You're listening to Mason Fletcher Football here on 95.3 KNEO. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. That's right. We've got much more than building materials and hardware. Check out our selection of Wrangler clothing and Twisted X footwear. 
Dress for the job with Wrangler Regular Fit Cowboy Cut and Cowboy Comfort Jeans. Wrangler Western Work Shirts and Denim Shirts and Twisted X Belts. Protect those toes with Twisted X and Chippewa Snake Boots. Check out the new arrivals of clothing, building materials, hardware, and so much more at Mason Building Supply, 254 Moody Street in Mason, or call 325-347-5899. 95.3 KNEL. A lot of bodies running that close. All right, we're back here. Uh, Mason's got his first and goal from the three after the big return by Ryan Todd on the kickoff. Tied 7-7, Walford under center, diamond backfield. Edge on the left side. And off Ryan Todd. Lead play. Oh, he stopped. Yeah, that's still for a loss. There was no down. Everybody in the dog knew exactly where they were going with the football. Number one, number 20, all those guys we talked about from Ozona uh, that have some athleticism. Uh, there was no doubt number 12 was on their target. You could have passed that ball or handed it to anybody else, and those guys might have run by them. But number 12 wasn't leaving the backfield, and uh, – they back them up. We lost three yards on the play. That puts us on the six, where it'll be second and goal. Now they'll move over to the right side. Two fullbacks, Todd and tailback. So, there you go. Take it down. Wide open. Hunter Goodwin brought down at the one. Oh, uh, they're not going to Man, I thought he got in. Yeah. He, he caught it and was already starting to fall. He was tackled. So, third and goal from the half-yard line. Yeah, Hunter Goodwin doing a good job adjusting to that football as it was thrown way behind him. That football never didn't have enough oomph on it to get him in clear um, because there was pressure on the quarterback. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> he lines up two fullbacks, tied the tailback. Walker keeps himself, and the quarterback sneaks, kind of pushed the ball into the end zone. Okay. What's the call? Uh, Touchdown punchers. Well, they got it in there that time, but uh, I'm just going to go out of the first series that we had there. They have the size advantage on the front end of that deal. Quarterback sneaking it uh, probably isn't in your favor tonight, but uh, I guess old Wofford sticks it across the goal line, uh, puts more points up on the board. So they go back ahead of Ozona as uh, they lead this one 13-7. to Shoe change. Oh, we got a little faster that time. I told you. Yeah. Back to his average. He's got a stopwatch. Kobe. Oh, and those on his way outside. The kick is up. It's good. Likely decline that off. Yeah, just uh, move on. So 14 to nothing is your, or 14 to 7, excuse me, is your score with 148 on the clock. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM. K N E L F M. Brady. Let's thank our sponsors real quick for making this broadcast happen uh, each and every time and each and every year that they're called upon. Uh, they support the youth of, uh, of of Mason, and they support the radio station of KNEL in this broadcast and uh, being able to hear everything on the north and south side of this county. Mason Puncher Club, Dan Gandy Real Estate, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Hill Country Collision Repair, Mason Building and Supply, The Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Heart of Texas Ford, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe, and Mason Bank. Watchers uh, take the lead, fourteen to seven. Set up by that big kickoff return by Ron Todd. Uh, nearly, nearly took it into the house, about seven yards, and uh, Ivan Wofford scores on the quarterback sneak at the goal line. 
Arizona drove down the field. Their uh, second offensive series scored, changed up the quarterback. Number one, Lane Smith, back deep to return. Also, number 25, their feature back, Matthew De La Garza. Rowe put it on the ground, last kickoff. I would have not kick it to those guys back deep. But Rowe can. He, he can. We can get it down there inside the 10. They got four guys back there that are pretty darn fast. They also got good one out there, the headhunter. Who's that? Rose. Oh, oh kick off the blocker, and they fall on it at the 40. That's why they lot. Yeah, you got a chance to fall on it, but they start at the 40. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree totally. Anyway, we're leading 14-7. Bunch of defense. Uh, they hold on the first Arizona series. They get up a score on the second. They lead at 14-7, minute 45, left in the first. Again, yeah, their front offensive line outweighs us by 30 pounds. Very similar to Johnson City, and, and, but this team likes to run the football. We went back to a 4-3 defense as Milo Mayfield back in there on the line. Now, Casey Jacoby wraps yeah. him up in the backfield, throws him down. Makes a huge difference there as he demands a double team on that offense, or from the offensive line. And uh, he holds up. Somebody's coming free on that play. And uh, Jason, Jason Jacoby uh, was able to make the tackle that time. Yeah. Jacoby, a former running back, fullback. You just can't leave him unblocked on the backside. He's going to beat you. Yeah. Just as quick as the fullback. Smith, out of the gun. Now he keeps on his own read. This time good pursuit by the punchers. Makes a good cut. He's wrapped up at the line of scrimmage and swore it all. Yeah. Called well, Pinheads. Ron Todd's back there watching. <laughs> so, but that does put Hunter Goodwin on the sideline whenever you do that and you run that 4-3 uh, because uh, they run Milam, Huchon, and uh, looks like Hint is in there as well. So they uh, empowered the size to the defensive line. Well, Hint's a nose guard. Yeah, he's playing Jacoby at the end. And the guard gets a handoff. Milo Mayfield, great backside play for the, the loss on the carry. Milo just uh, eating lunch out there as uh, as he just bulldogs through that offensive line and makes a heck of a play. Yeah, fourth down and 10. Ozona's looking to punt. Good job there just by that back, those backside end. Yeah. Left on block there. When you have that size up front, no different than what Ozona did to us down here, you have the ability to utilize that speed to the outside. But when all your speed's contained up the middle trying to stop the run, it's uh, it's hard to it's hard to have containment. Okay. That'll end the first quarter, and uh, Mason Puncher's lead this one 14-7, looking to get the ball back to start this second quarter on a fourth down and 10 from Ozona. We'll switch into the field. We'll be right back here in 30 seconds. This is Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. Landmark Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Serving this area since 1975, we're third generation punchers and realtors who bring proven success and a team approach to helping you sell or buy real estate, ranches, homes, farms, weekend, and commercial properties. Call, stop by, or visit us online at LaneburgRealty.com. For the best service and market sales price, choose Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. 95.3 KNEL. So, switch into the field. 
Ozona, fourth and ten, twenty from my right to left. Pod goes back to return, standing in his own twenty-five. Need to be careful here because this young man can throw the ball. Yeah, they run some different uh, special teams formations. Todd catches it on the run, gets through the initial contact, down the left sideline, out of bounds, all the way to the zone of 40, first down punchers. Dangerous punt there, as you don't want Todd to catch it on the run if you can help it, as uh, that's really been the difference maker thus far. The two big returns have set up the scores uh, in this one. As even the initial kickoff was, yeah. that was a pretty big return. He gained about 40 yards. Keep kicking to him. And so I think that's the difference thus far. As Mason has great field position yeah. starting on the 41 yard line in Arizona territory. We'll see Daxo behind Wofford, Hodge, Scantlin, and Goodwin. Play action. Water's wide open. Now he's throwing a Goodwin wide open down the field. Catches it. Falling down at the 20 first down punchers. And that's where. That's where you, he's just a little bit late. Great play. Great, great, great call. Ball, great play. But, man, you hit him in stride on a three-step drop instead of that five- and six-step drop. Hit him on the three-step drop, put it in his hands. He had the safeties beat. And Goodwin's got the speed to, to, to finish it. That's just a running back streak down the right, or right hash line. Good play. Takes us down to about the 20-yard line. First and Tight ends, full feet back to Toss sweep, right side, Ryan Todd, following blockers. Cuts at the 15, out of bounds, or drops inside. Yeah, he kept the clock running there. He didn't even try to go out of bounds. I think he was trying to shut yeah. the brakes down, but uh, it didn't happen. Just a good run around the outside for a gain of six. Second down is four. Ball is inside the 15-yard line. I mean, the... Excuse me. Inside, yeah, inside the 15-yard line, down to about the 13. Yeah. Start the second quarter, 11 minutes left in the half. I'm just going to run formation, two fullbacks, Todd the tailback. And Ivan Wofford on the naked bootleg, left side, trying to find. Yeah. Got some space, gets the first. He got the first down, but that was it as uh, they snuffed that one out pretty fast. Good for about three yards. Going to be first in goal inside the 10 at the 9. Guys, I see Comey come out of the – we're down in the red zone. Yeah. I, would just, I just want to see the fade to the corner. That's what I want to see. Now, we're only leading by seven, so maybe we – Or at least a fake. I mean, yeah. he's a big presence, demands attention. So, 14-7 to seven is your score. 10-31 left to go here in the second quarter. Mason Punchers looking to score – and go up two. Now they move Rowe and Spencer across to the right. Spencer back in motion to the left. Ron Todd off tackle. That's this. And falling oh, into the end man. zone. And there's touchdown punchers. My goodness. I think uh, I think there's some discrepancy there between the officials. However, where it's going to stand. Touchdown punchers. As uh, I thought he went down right there at the one. It was very close. <laughs> he was, he was uh, knocked off his feet, kind of. Yeah. Falling. Didn't know if he was gonna that ball was gonna cross the plane, but it does. So uh that's just a very uh, I like the rhythm of those I mean they are getting to the line, they are moving people, they are not getting the penalties on the false start in illegal motion. Yeah. Kobe comes in, good snap, placement and kick. Hunter now lead it twenty one to seven. But yeah, like I said, we're this first time I've seen it that this cadence the tempo. Yeah, the tempo is great. Yeah. I mean, they are just foot on the neck. 
yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. as far as getting to the line, changing, they're not just lining up the same formation. They're multiple sets. Sure. But a uh, lot less uh, in motion, uh, and I think that's some of it. And you don't feel like you're behind. You know what I mean? You feel like you know what you're doing. You're, you've got your assignment. It's not move, It's not a moving target. Uh, you know, but uh, one of the things, though, I don't think there'll be a lot of passing in this game because every time the quarterback drops back, there's there's significant pressure. Ozona is uh, well, not doing it either. I mean, they. But that's the best. The that's the best uh, answer to a blitzing defense is a good run game. Run right by them. So Mason. Now lead Ozona 21 to 7, 10, 12 left in the half. And uh, Ron Todd gets his second touchdown of the game. Uh, Row kicking off from our left to right. You know, Ozona showed, you know, potential. They can get down the field. Watchers looking very sharp. Only being held once on offense. Man, Hunter Goodwin not in the, not on the kickoff score. That's Carter comes in, so. Row takes a run. Line drive, right side, rolls down to the 20. Picked up by number three. Now he's reversing field. Oh, Harder gets blocked on the reverse. Now they, they get it back to the, across the 20. So flag, flag on the play on the far side. Uh, it's going to be in the in the way of holding. So it would be good if we could back uh, back him up just a little further. Well, Rance, he's lucky. He wasn't yeah. playing 20 years ago. That would have been a hair hole. 20 years ago, five or ten. <laughs> I would have been, yeah, he would have been picking his teeth up off the ground. So we're waiting for the call to come in from the far side. They're huddled up uh, talking about it. Healthy bunch of officials this this game. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to comment, but uh, <clears throat> Ozona gets the ball back. I thought that was, I thought that we had some PR, some HR to it. We got a personal foul. Uh, oh, against the punchers. Not sure exactly what was happening there. We got a personal foul against the punchers. So just as I wish they backed them up in their in their goal line, they get back out to uh, almost the uh, forty yard line to the down yeah. to the thirty five, where it'll be first and ten for Arizona. But they trail this one now, twenty one to seven. So puncher defense been on lockdown the last two possessions. The first uh, penalty against the punchers. On special, oh, came on special teams, but Coach McLeod wanted an explanation on that personal foul. They didn't say what the personal foul was for, other than it was a personal foul. Usually, that's a follow-up uh, with something that they did, unsportsmanlike or something of that nature. It was only a—I guess it was still a 15-yard penalty, but uh, anyway, happened to us yesterday and those on a grade team. Anyway, now they put in the quarter the leading. Passer, Charles Chilvers, number out. Four receivers set. Ozona's showing some diversity on offense. Yeah. I give it to Dana Garza, right side, just trying to follow his blockers, get the couple on the carry. Yeah, he's going to be down uh, about the halfway mark, uh, so they're about the 37-yard line, where it'll be second down and a seven. Archer's uh, rotating personnel on defense. Good one in, left defensive end. Montiano in the middle. And White Row, the right side. Carter and Scanlon, middle linebackers. Tate Spencer, Ontiveros, outside. Service, out of the gun, takes a snap. 
drops, puts left, pumps. Now he's throwing out of bounds, way incomplete. Sure, he, he was trying to hit on that first look. He had a receiver wide open back there in the bank. Never saw him. Yeah, never looked that way. No. And uh, thank goodness, because he had gotten behind yeah. Todd over there on the far side. Could have been big yards if he turned back to his right. Thank goodness. he. I think he was looking at the puncher down the whole time. as uh, That's exactly where he threw it. Third down, quickly. A third down and eight situation for Ozona. Well, the first pass play for Ozona that I can think of. Shutters in the gun. Four receivers set. After showing blitz, takes the snap. Here they come. Drops back, throws across the middle, off the hands of 22 and complete. That's a 45. 22 had the position on Scantlin and coming across the middle. Uh, just luckily for the punchers, it goes through his hand and uh, brings up a big fourth down and eight situation. They're going to punt this one away. Now, Zona, just looking at from their sideline, and uh, number one was out there, but I'm thinking, you know, hey, you try to get it to him. No. He, he's cool in there. You know, he's playing quarterback back there. 21-7 punchers uh, <clears throat> hold Ozona. See if they learned a lesson. Severs punts it. Oh, terrible punt. Kind of rare, though. Landed at the 40 down to about the 32. That's so, will take over. First time Mason started on their side of the field in quite some time as uh, – Todd's been doing a good job on special teams of getting them across the 50. But uh, with nine minutes on the clock here in this first half, Hunters lead this one 21-7, to and they've driven their last two drives uh, down the field with some authority yeah. and uh, and put points on the board. So big possession here to go up three uh, is very meaningful. Ozona, though, they did stop us uh, on that one drive. Twins drive for Wofford, sit back field. They Quick pitch, right side, Scanlon. Boys attack on the backfield, cuts it up. Flies into three defenders. I mean, it should be enough for a puncher first down. Yeah, first down and 10 for the punchers as they push it across uh, to the 44-yard line. Good run there by Scanlon. Spread them out, and uh, Ozona just could not get there. There's some seven punchers. Ball down 44. Just under nine minutes remaining in the first half. Punchers lead this one 21 to 7. Brody Comey's going to split right on the near side to the right. High formation behind. Now they go wing T in motion. And off lead play left side. Ryan Todd. Boom. Hurdles. Wow. Just at the front and gets hit in the air. Yeah, don't leave your feet there. It's big number 70. He put it on him. As uh, he caught him and put him down. But uh, he still gained four yards on the play. Brings up second down, or three yards, and second down is seven. Watchers near midfield. They're going <clears> to <throat> have Spencer split wide left. Two backs, tight end left. Now they motion Spencer across. Two legs. Walker goes right. Looking to throw and gets right across on the drag route. Yeah. Up their first down. Man, Roe and Schmidt were almost uh, on top of one another as they came across. I think Roe was supposed to have been further towards the sideline, but uh, he was a little slower on his route. Schmidt was catching him, and so I think State thought that ball was coming to him, but uh, luckily Roe brings it down. Another good pitch and catch there from Wofford. Takes it across the 40 to 38-yard line, first down and 10. State and... 
Comey went wide left. Stack twins formation. They toss it to Scanlon. Left side. Good block by Ty. Gets the edge. Over the shoulder. Gets out near the Arizona 30. Second and short. Yeah, eight-yard pickup there from Scantlin. Just uh, following his blockers. Doing a good job. Really taking Arizona off their feet. Those big boys are getting tired of getting up. And uh, you can tell that defensive front not as impactful as it was in the first quarter. Second down in two. Thirty. Hunter's feeling it. Very confident. 21-7, to just under seven minutes remaining in the first half. Wins left again, Keller and Spencer, or Morris. Tied in right. And they get to Todd. No, he broke the He's in the secondary and, as Dan said, gone. Touchdown touchers. Ryan Todd. 31 yards out for his third touchdown of the evening. Just an absolute breakdown of the, of the linebacking core for Ozona and uh, Mason Punchers. Take full advantage as tied up the middle. 6.41 on the clock. 27-7 is your score. I like the play calling. That was just that was the same, I think, a reverse trap kind of yeah. where they started left and then Todd's out there and comes back to the right. Big hole. Untouched. All sides again. Yeah, all sides again. But uh, no matter, no, while, no how. As it's uh, 28-7. to 7 is your score here in the Puncher Dome. Let's pause 60 seconds. We'll be back here for more Puncher football on 95.3 KNEM. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. Hi, this is Lynn Ferris, General Manager of Canio Radio. With the Mason Punchers headed for the playoffs starting next week, you're invited to join with other businesses and individuals as a supporter of our broadcast of Punchers Playoff Football here on 95.3. If you'd like to be a part of the excitement of Punchers Football on KNL as a business or as an individual, call the station at 597-2119 or email us at KNL at airmail.net. It's a great time to be a Punchers supporter by being a part of Canniel's broadcast of Mason Puncher's Playoff Football. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, back here, 641 remaining in the first half. Punchers lead this one 28-7 over Arizona. As Ryan Todd gets his third rushing touchdown of the evening, 31 yards. So far, all three phases of the game, offense, defense, special teams, help the Punchers build a... Uh, Three-score lead here. Wide row kicking off again from all left to right. Keeps it on the ground. By number 28. Oh, 40. Hit hard. Looks like he was going to take a knee and he decided to run it. Carter in there on the whack as uh, he nails him. And the break, we were talking about a uh, Hunter Goodwin back in there on the kick team. Just some uh, defensive stats. Goodwin still leads the team in uh, not total tackles, but he's got 29 solos, 55 totals, 17 for a loss, 10 sacks. Next is uh, Jaden Scantlin. He's a team 61 total, 15 solo, 9 for a loss, 4 sacks. Carter's right behind him, 45 total, 13 solos, 11 for a loss. 
Now there's sophomore quarterbacks in the game. He gives it right side. David Garza picks up a few to the 45. Hunter Goodwin with another solo tackle over there. So add one to that stat sheet. I say sophomore quarterback. Number 35 is on the roster. But I think it's number... Well, I'll find him in a little bit. I don't know why number eight shot back in there. That's the third quarterback so far in the game. Four wide for Arizona. Number one in the slot on the far side. 35 is about 6'3". And off left side, the other guards had a cross. going to be real close. going to be real close to that first down marker. Going to bring up a third down and super short one yard. Nope, first down is what they're going to give them on the play. So uh, brings up first down. No, well, he motioned it. The quarterback's actually number 15 on the roster. Hudson Fowler, yeah. freshman, 6'3", 165. First down and 10 uh, for Ozona as they cross the 50-yard line. The full wide again. Two receivers left and right for Fowler. Flaps his hand. Straight drop back. Has time. Goes across the middle. Oh, Bishop. Ball is behind the intended receiver, Cantu, who started the game at quarterback. That's really one of those that uh, is real hard to catch. You don't even know it's coming to you. As his bishop was going to make the tackle, and he wound up with the ball in his hand, and uh, he nearly came down with it for an interception and a turnover, which is something that uh, we just haven't had just a whole, whole bunch of. We've had some interceptions late in some games, but uh, just not a lot of forced uh, turnovers. So second down and 10 from the same spot. Trips right. Probably in the gun. Keep it on the ground. Big hole for David Garza. He's into the secondary shun. A tackle from Bishop down to the 10. Wrestled out of bounds by Todd. Could be first and goal Lions. Yeah, they're going to be inside the 10 down to about the 6-yard line where it's first and 10. Oh, but hold the phone. Oh, yeah, there you go. Nope, they're moving the chains. I thought that's on the officials' list. Well, he, he's got a – oh, never mind. I'm just going to let that one sit right where it is. <laughs> All right, so first down and goal for Ozona. Ball on the 10-yard line as uh, uh, first and goal from 10. Yeah, call call me if you got any questions about that last comment. But. Four wide again. Again, the freshman quarterback in. Point number 35. Side of motions inside receiver Smith across. Give the guard, guard to the right side. Hit hard by Tate Spencer. At the line of scrimmage. Tate did a good job of making the solo grab there because he was the last man to beat for Garza. But uh, luckily he stings him right at the line of scrimmage where to bring up second down in the same yardage goal. Interesting. Arizona now has their third quarterback in the game, yet the other two quarterbacks are on the field. I don't know if it's mixing it up or total confusion. <laughs> Or was, it, right. or was it they used to say in that wrestling deal when we were kids? A total debacle. Debacle. Fowler in the gun. Trips right. Quick throw. Receiver screen. Oh, oh, good oh, job. Hey, Bishop is there. Trips him up or stands him up and then waits for the Calvary. Loss on the play. Good job, though, because uh, that kid is quick. And so trying to get their playmakers some, the ball in space. Bishop does a good job of disrupting that, like Will talked about. They're actually going to lose a yard on the play. So third down, and actually they're going to lose five yards on the play. Excuse me. So third down and 15 
uh, on the 15 as it's third and goal. Yeah, they're just trying to get Smith involved there in space. They're going to line up a bunch of receivers either side. Tyler, shotgun. Those left over the head at 11 incomplete at the 10. Man, I'm glad they didn't set that down to him as uh, he would have got it back inside the five. But uh, fourth down and goal for Ozona as uh, sensing a little bit of desperation here, being down three scores as uh, your punchers lead this one 28-7 to with 4.05 on the clock here in the second quarter. They're trying, to, they're trying to get it to Max Everett, number 11, first intended or target on that side. Big forward receiver. Big forward down stop here for the defense is needed. Spread formation. Fowler, shotgun, takes a snap, has time, throwing to the end zone, and Todd goes up, nearly has the interception, drops it incomplete. Would have been his uh, sixth on the season. He got five. Ball goes over. If that ball would have been thrown to the corner, it would have been a little more contested uh, and uh, potentially caught. But luckily that ball was thrown to the opposite side shoulder and gave our safety a chance as he goes up and disrupts the pass. Yeah. I don't know what happened to number eight, Childress for Ozona, but he's there leading. He's passer. standing right over there with his hands on his hips. Uh, Let's thank our sponsors, Will, before this offense takes the field. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, the Commercial Bank, Mason Building in Supply. They're back in the on the line quickly. Yeah. Two tight ends, full backfield, they toss it to Scanlon, right side, makes a good cut up the field, takes the tackle, has a blocker in front of him, nice down the, streaking down the field, the 30, and wrestled down at the 35, no laundry on the field, first down punchers. Hootron was down there looking for somebody to block, and he didn't have anybody to block. The hole was so big, the offensive lineman got over the huddle, punches right back to the line. They were over the right side, now they get to Todd. Left side, makes a move into the secondary out of bounds inside the 20, another first down punchers. Yeah, just real quick uh, hits here from the punchers offensively as uh, they tried that to the short side there and had 078 full, and uh, he's a big anchor on that defensive line. And Todd, easy 10 yards there, down to the 20 for it to be first and 10. Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Wellcare, and Mason, Dan Gandy, Real Estate, and the Puncher Club. They go bear formation. They were over the right side again. Quick pitch to Scanlon, right side. Same play he got down the field with. Now he's down nearly to the 10, and not at the first down marker, but short. So, good, again, good rhythm and cadence by the Punchers. Here comes Comey in as uh, you're down in a short yardage situation. It's second down and two. The ball sits on the 12. Three minutes remaining in the first half. Bunchers still lead 28-7. Go back to Scanlon on the fullback die. Breaks the initial tackle, but did not get the first, I believe. They didn't prove progress, though. Uh, no, 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 no. He, he lost, lost the yard. He lost the yard on the play. Brings up third down and about three. Ball's on the 13-yard yeah, 13 13 line. So third down and three from the from that spot. Five formation again. Split backfield. Overload the right side. Wofford under center. He's going to get it to Todd. 
He plays. They uh, pick up in the backfield, and then they contain him. Man, he all, he fumbled the, or bobbled the football there right at the end of that. And I thought number 11 was going to knock it loose, but uh, he's going to lose a yard also. It's going to bring up fourth down and four now. I think this is your perfect field goal opportunity. You know, yeah, they, they're confident they can pick this up. I feel a timeout coming on here. Yeah. Coach Owens talking to me and Spencer on the sideline. I don't think they're going to even try to get this play in, but the first, uh, well, second timeout for the punchers. So timeout. Yeah, timeout here at the puncher dome with one minute and 42 seconds left to go here in the first half. 28 to 7 is your score. We'll be right back here in 60 seconds. You're listening to Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. Have you overcome hurts, bad habits, or hang-ups that have controlled your life? Celebrate Recovery needs you. Celebrate Recovery is a biblical and balanced program that helps us overcome our hurts, hang-ups, and habits. Celebrate Recovery is a program designed to help those struggling with hurts, habits, and hang-ups by showing them the loving power of Jesus Christ through a recovery process. At Home Success Coaching, we'll be providing Celebrate Recovery to McCullough County and the surrounding areas. Share your testimony and encouragement to help someone else be an overcomer. If you are interested in more information or you would like to volunteer, please contact the McCullough County Resource Center at 325-597-2646. That's 597-2646. It's time to celebrate and to share your freedom with others. Celebrate your recovery by volunteering and giving back to your community. Celebrate Recovery is in 30,000 churches worldwide and is coming to our community. 95.3 KNEL. Uh, so on fourth and four, Hunter took a timeout. They go to Todd on the handoff right side, and he gets about a yard past the down marker. First and goal, punchers from the six. And uh, Todd just did a good job there staying on his feet. He was hit the line of scrimmage. First and goal punchers, twins left to the far side. Harding back in the game at fullback. They give it to him on the pitch, left side. And he's going to be wrapped up by number three, tackle for a loss, in the second and goal. Uh, you can kind of tell right there that uh, he was timid as uh, he, wanted to, he wanted to go in full throttle at that defender. But uh, he has separated shoulder through two yeah. in the Johnson City game. Yeah. Uh, last so, week. So two weeks ago. And, uh, well, I guess three weeks ago because we had a bye in there, right? Or we had an off. I think it happened against, yeah, the Johnson City. It could have been, yeah, it was here. It was at home. Yeah, but we've had a, we had an off week, and then we went to. We set the motion row across as the H-back blocker did it to tie. He breaks two tackles, put up at the goal line. They're going to call him just short. So it's going to bring up second down. Second down, or third down, excuse me, in goal. From the one-yard line, 29 ticks on the clock. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID as we come back on this third down play and goal. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country, this is 95.3 FM, KNELFM, Brady. Arizona takes a timeout. Punchers facing third and goal from the one. Well, yeah, take the one. Punchers lead 28-7. to seven. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast, not the football game and all previous games, 
Canio Sports Podcast is the place to visit. Visit canioradio.com. Click the podcast icon on the left side of the homepage. Select Canio Sports Podcast where you can enjoy listening to and download each and every week's game. And if you would like to be the first to know once the recent game is available, subscribe to Canio Daily Newsletter. Receive notification when the football game is available. Visit canioradio.com today to sign up. Third and goal from, from the one. No timeout. Twins last, but backfield as Wofford gives it right side. Todd, he's easily into the end zone. Touchdown punchers. Ron Todd is fourth scorer of the ball game. Struck the tackle and uh, still made it look easy into you the end zone. think those shoelaces are wore out on those shoes <laughs> from being tied and untied so many times? Depends on the type of shoelaces. It just gave me a Shark Tank idea. So, retractable <laughs> shoelaces. Retractable. They already had those, didn't they? The early ones. I'm sure I'm late to this uh, idea. But yeah. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> How about no shoelaces? Flip <laughs> on. Yes, late to that one, too. Casey Jacoby, 52. Hunter's now lead at 35-7. Somebody just driving through the Texas Hill Country and turns over the radio and hears a deal about shoelaces Really wondering what the heck's going on, but uh, 35 to seven, like you said, punchers on top here in the puncher dome. So if you're driving by or through the hill country and tuned in here, uh, this is for uh, district championship. Mason uh, handling Ozona uh, as we look to end this first half here with 27 seconds on the clock. Punchers uh, looking very sharp. Only one penalty. Scored four out of the, well, five out of the last six possessions. As long as scored in their second, and so far the defense uh, getting after them. I'm just, like I said, I'm, uh, I see that first, when the, when Ozona drove down the field and scored, they haven't gone back to that at all. They didn't even tried it. No, and so, I mean, that's just a matter yeah. of shooting themselves in the foot, but I just don't, uh, I don't understand uh, how, uh, how you don't go back to some of that. And it, it, this is a lot like what we saw last year when we faced Ozona as well. Uh, but Ozona has run three different quarterbacks at us, and their weapon that scored hadn't touched the ball in the last three possessions. Lyro kicking off again from our left to right. Been keeping it on the ground or just less than five feet off the ground. Just trying to kick it at those front blockers and bounce it off somebody. Does it again? Picked or fallen at the 26. Throws on an offensive takeover with 25 seconds remaining in the first half. Yeah, Coach McLeod there hollered out at Rowe, and I think he wanted him to boot it to the corner. Is what I think he wanted him to do, uh, but instead he dribbles it uh, to the deep man over here. So uh, we'll see uh, see what's going to happen here. Uh, Comey in the game at safety. They're going to put four, uh, three safeties back in this one and uh, only run three down linemen, three linebackers. And what a great uh, nickelback. Brody Comey going back there. Yeah. In at quarterback. Takes the snap, rolls right, throws short incomplete. Yeah. 22. Going to skip that one in there. Hootron all over him in the backfield as uh, quarterback had to throw under pressure. 19, eight, 19 ticks on the clock here left in the second quarter, so uh, don't let anybody behind you is the name of the game. 
Watch number one. They're gonna over. They're gonna over under him. Watch number eleven. He's the uh, taller wideout, also capable. All alone to the near side. Brody Baker in coverage. Childress in the gun. Full wide. Great drop back. Steps up. Throws. Complete. As Antavirus uh, was trying to. That was a very nice tip there by Hunter Goodwin as he came up with his paws up and uh, tips that football away from number 21. So we got to be careful here. 15 seconds, third and 10. Yeah, Mason can get a quick stop here. They'll get the ball back, or at least with a kick return. Well, right again for Childress. Comey standing back at the 50. They'll keep it on the ground. There goes Goes right side off tackle and gets the first, but he's seven on the clock. They have a timeout, and they'd use one. They have all three of their timeouts. So yeah. seven seconds. They first down stops the clock. They don't show much urgency here. You can the line of scrimmage. Oh, yeah. And they're going to let the clock run down and in the half. One. Nothing. Going to get a playoff here. Childress goes left. Now back to the right. Has a man on the sideline. Can't do. Stays in bounds. Where's the tackle? That's going to end. Get the first, but no time left. Puncher's uh, head to the house leading Arizona 35-7. to Take a two-minute commercial break. Come back. First half stat. This thing you're not here at the Puncher Dome. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football 95.3 KNO. We've got all your projects covered at Mason Building Supply, your hometown general store. Put a fresh coat of Valspar paint on the house, then add some new bird feeders and a fresh Cabot wood stain for the deck. Get ready for spring and summer gardening and landscaping. We rent tillers and aerators and order sod to keep your lawn looking fabulous. Don't forget that new fencing or fence repairs. Mason Building Supply has it all at 254 Moody Street in Mason. Or give us a call at 325-347-5899. I know your old car or truck just isn't meeting your needs anymore. You need something better and you want it now. But the current shortage of fresh out of the factory new cars and trucks has left the dealer lots just about empty. One option is previously owned car or truck. And at Lucas Yum Cars and Trucks in Brady, we have a pretty good selection of quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And here's an even better idea. Ask the folks at Lucas about a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC. A certified pre-owned vehicle takes the guesswork out of used car shopping. They're inspected, reconditioned, and offer many new car benefits, such as extended powertrain warranty. With a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC from Lucas, you get peace of mind, without the new car price. Come on by Lukey's today and have a look. We think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And remember, you can check out our entire inventory anytime at Lukey's.com. Lukey's, your gateway to savings always. When your family has a medical emergency, you need care ASAP without a long drive. Midcoast Medical Center Central Llano offers 24-hour emergency care, comprehensive diagnostic laboratory, imaging and rehabilitation services in Llano at 200 West Ollie. We accept most insurances and Medicare. Call 325-216-9199. Midcoast Llano is your local hospital. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. 95.3 KNEL. All right, here at the halftime show. Mason leads this one 35 to 7. 
Zona marching band starts with uh, half. Mighty band from Puncherland. They're going to have the uh, junior high. Yeah, they're going to be loud. loud. We were just talking to Rob Hoffman. He says pretty loud down there in the stands with those extra band members. Uh, see if, uh, yeah, we got first half stats. And then what they send those to me. I'll send them to you. So, <clears throat> trying to pull them up here. So in the first half, it makes it 35 to 7. Hunters are uh, rushing the football, 24 carries, 187 yards, uh, five scores. Passing, we're three or four for 40 yards, 227 total. Converted two of four on third down, one of four fourth down, no turnovers, one uh, penalty for 14 yards, time of possession 13, maybe 14 minutes. Uh, Arizona 10. Arizona ran the ball 21 times for 125 yards. They were uh, two of nine passing, so only 17 yards, 142 total. They were two of six on third down. No turnovers. Uh, nearly had a pick there back, you know, they were down there or into the field trying to convert on fourth down. Uh, they only had one penalty for five yards. So again, Mason total 227 yards, 40 yards passing. Arizona 142 yards total, 125 running. Scoring summary looks like this. Again, it's been mostly Ryan Todd on the ground. 949 remaining in the first. Todd takes it in from 16 yards for the punch's first score. All extra points by Jacoby were good. With 320 remaining in the first. Uh, I believe that was uh, Ryan Todd as well. Seven yard rushing touchdown. And then late in the first period, a minute 48, Ida Wofford keeps it on the quarterback sneak for a one yard rushing touchdown. And the punchers led 21 to 7. Excuse me, yeah, that was that was the only score. We only led seven to zero. They tied it up. Yep. And they walk uh punchers drive down the field, Ivan scores fourteen to seven. Right. And in the second period, ten twelve remaining, John Todd takes it in for seven yards out, and then the punchers take the lead. Seven twenty four left in the second quarter, Ryan Todd from thirty one yards out, extends that lead, extra point by Jacoby was good. And then back to Todd, twenty seven seconds left in the second period on a one-yard rushing touchdown. Uh, really good drive. As they started on the other side of the field. Extra point was good. The Packers lead 35 to 7. Yeah, they, uh, that, that, uh, first score, or that only score by Arizona was followed up with a Ryan Todd, uh, probably 70 yard return. Well, yeah, down good. inside the 10. Um, that was the answer to that, uh, which was, uh, had a good punt return. Mm-hmm. Caught it back at the 30 and took it down to the other 30. So, uh, again, all three phases of the game. And Butchers, uh, just looking very, I think they were, uh, very prepared. Oh, sure. You know, some of those play calls that we haven't seen all season. You know, you come out, you, most, most all teams come out with that first, uh, you know, script of plays. It might be 10, 12 plays. They're going to run that regardless. Butchers seem to do that. I've been doing that almost every series, maybe other than that last one. Right. Was kind of, the last one was kind of like, hey, line up and make them stop us. But, uh, again, against Arizona, where this, this game started, leading 35-7, to 7, I mean, that's you're, you're, 
and, and getting that score right. late. Uh, that's exactly what I want to see. And you're trying to make a statement to the, the region, hey, you know, not all over district champs, but we're going to, we're going to put it on, you know, a third place team and, uh, let y'all know that we're capable, you know, of uh, scoring a lot of points. And that's kind of, I've always kind of thought that too, especially late in the season, you know, your Fears, your Shiners, your, uh, all the ranked teams, you know, they're putting up lots of points with the punchers, you know, we're, they're not going to try to run up the score 67 points. Right. But at the same time, uh, I think it's important to show those scores to your, you know, that mind game of your future opponent. Or you can say you're not going to show your cards just yet. Sure, but what makes me nervous about the Rafferios and Chiners is there's also a default to that. You may not be intentionally running up the score, but if you're third, seconds and thirds and maybe even your fourth, or that at least. Well, in the yeah. case, that's probably, uh, yeah. Yeah, and China maybe too. They're, just, they, they're developing a big program over there. And so uh, we're going to do something that we hadn't done in a long time. Uh, and you said Schulenberg's on the list for next week. I mean, how long has it been since Schulenberg's been to a? Uh, well, they dropped down, what, a couple of years ago. And but talking about this year's numbers, they're going to go back up if, if nothing changes. So, so that, I mean, that's. As Coach McGrath said in the interview, he may have mentioned it uh, in that question. I was trying to ask about the playoff picture. And Schoenberg's playing Shiner tonight, so we expect they're going to be the fourth-place team in the district. But he said they're probably just as much talented, but not as many years coached. And, you know, but he's like, sometimes that can be a very dangerous team. You know, they they got a lot of talent. They come out, they get a momentum going. And they've been playing Schoenberg a long time, but, yeah, they're – we're going to have some athletes out there. And we can't let people hang around. I mean, we've done a good job of that here recently. But, you know, like, go back to the San Saba game where that team was completely superior to what we to what we are. If we played them tomorrow, it would be a 42 to nothing blowout. Yeah. I mean, I just I have confidence in saying that. And so, uh, but uh, anyway... We take a long commercial break as Ozona finishes up their halftime performance. Listen to uh, Texas State News Network. Take a little break myself. Come back. Uh, we'll put some scores from around the uh, district area and region and uh, talk about this uh, second half coming up here with the Mason Bunch of Football, 95.3 KNL. DSN Sports, I'm Jimmy the St. Christopher. Cowboys try to break the Broncos. Texans try to outswim the Dolphins. Details on the way. Open enrollment for healthcare.gov is here. If you're uninsured or have a job that doesn't offer insurance, check out healthcare.gov. Due to a new law, prices are lower and more people qualify. Now, four out of five customers pay just $10 a month or less with financial help. It's easier than ever to find the right plan for you. And millions of Americans, just like you, have already enrolled. New law, lower prices, more people qualify. Sign up at healthcare.gov by December 15th. According to TxDOT, on average, one motorcyclist dies every day on Texas roads. Motorcycle accidents can cause severe injuries, from road rash and broken bones to spinal injuries, brain injuries, and death. 
If you or a loved one were injured in a motorcycle crash, call Thomas J. Henry. Thomas J. Henry handles serious motorcycle accidents and gets serious results for injured clients. To learn more or start your claim today, visit tjhlaw.com radio. That's tjhlaw.com radio. San Antonio, Texas. Cowboys seek their seventh win of the season as Alec Medford explains. The Dallas Cowboys are back home this weekend to host the Denver Broncos as they hope to advance to 7-1 and one on the year and better position themselves in the race for the NFC's number one seed. The Broncos sport a very depleted roster with some injuries across the offensive line and having traded Pro Bowl pass rusher Von Miller this week. Head coach Mike McCarthy sizes up the Broncos. I mean, this is a... Very athletic, um, you know, perimeter group, you know, big targets, a lot of contested catch, catches, you know, minds you a little bit of the Chargers, you know, as far as the, their makeup. Uh, you know, Pat Shermer's a, someone that's done it for a long time, so there's, you know, concepts that that kind of travel with him, uh, but it's a, it's an offense that has ability to be explosive. You know, Teddy's uh, doing a really good job of completing the football. I mean, I think, I think he's right at 70%, so uh, two really good running backs, so it's a uh, it's, it'll be a challenge. Quarterback Dak Prescott was a full participant at practice yesterday and is in line to start on Sunday. Left tackle Tyron Smith is out with an ankle injury. Alec Medford, TSN Sports. Texans visit Miami to play the Dolphins. Each team is 1-7. and seven. Tyrod Taylor back Sunday from injury to start a QB for Houston. Uh, yes, I mean, obviously being back on the field, uh, doing something uh, that I love to do, uh, something I've been doing since five years old. Obviously, that's a wonderful feeling um, just to be able to compete and be back around the guys. Stepping back into the huddle um, last week and even more this week has just been um, a feeling that you can't necessarily describe, but definitely happy to be back. How much of a setback was it without Tyrod, head coach David Culley? Well, I mean, anytime you lose your starting quarterback, it becomes a setback. He's a starting quarterback for a reason, you know, and uh, you lost our leader. Uh, we lost a guy that... This football team believed in. Uh, he was actually doing his job to that point of what we expect our quarterback to do. And, you know, hopefully having him back, we can continue that moving forward. Cleveland Browns cutting ties with OBJ after a tumultuous two and a half seasons. Once the sides finalize financial terms, Beckman will be waived and can be claimed by any team with enough salary cap space. Saints QB Trevor Simeon will start a game for the first time in more than two years when New Orleans hosts Atlanta on Sunday. Suns pulled away late to beat the Houston Rockets 123-111. to Jamie Benn scored a 259 of overtime to give the Stars a 4-3 win over the Calgary Flames. Dallas snapped a four-game winless streak to improve to 4-4-2. Four, four Jimmy, the Saint, Christopher, TSN Sports. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcasts. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, Flag Corps, Puncher Pete, and the Twirlers a very successful and a safe year 
Mason Punchers Club. Invite you to join them in supporting the punchers. Here's your 95.3 Real Country weatherology forecast. Mainly clear skies tonight with lows around 41. Winds out of the southeast 5 to 10 miles per hour. High temperatures reach up to 70 tomorrow, mainly sunny skies. Mainly clear skies and quiet again tomorrow night, lows dip down to about 43. That's a look at your forecast. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. Currently, it's 52 degrees. 95.3 KNEL. And we're back uh, here at the halftime as the uh, mighty band from Puncherland is uh, on the field and uh, giving their last performance at home for this season. And uh, they're going to be joined by the junior high group here in just a minute. So I'm sure it'll be more than loud. And uh, I'm going to just kind of run back through some of the halftime stats thus far. And... I'm not going to go through the scoring summaries, but I will tell you that Mason holds this one in hand, 35-7 to over Ozona, who came in here strong initially, but uh, tapered off late in the first quarter, and it's been all punchers since then. Mason ran the ball 24 times for 187 yards. Ozona, Ozona ran it 21 times for 125 yards. Passing the football, Mason was 3 for 4 for 40 yards. Ozona was two for nine for 17 yards. Total yards, 227 for Mason, 142 for Ozona. Third down conversions, Mason uh, was two for four, and Ozona was two for six. Turnovers, there were none on either side. Mason was penalized one time uh, on a personal foul for 14 yards, and uh, Ozona was penalized one time for five yards. So pretty clean first half uh, for both teams. Uh, they have uh, they have pushed Ryan Todd uh, to its max here this evening, uh, running him as a workhorse, and uh, it's been uh, the number 12 show thus far. The kick returns have um, really set the tone for uh, uh, this puncher offense to be able to to have good build position. And then the Mason Punchers have just taken that and done exactly what they needed to and put it in the end zone. And 35 to nothing, or 35 to 7 is your score. Ozona really mixing things up here. They'll be the third place team to come out of this district if this score holds. And they, uh, they will face a number two somewhere. And, you know, they've used three different quarterbacks in this in this effort so far and no two on the suit on back-to-back drives and so number one was the one that got down there and scored for them and they have not seen him in the backfield in the last uh we've not seen him in the backfield in the last three or four series so but Rosona really just kind of took out some of their playmakers uh the ones that were that were driving on the mason defense will just joined us back uh, he had to go down and take a break during halftime, but I was just telling him that the playmakers for Arizona really haven't been involved in the ball exchange in the last quarter, really. Yeah, I, was, I was talking to several people that uh, went to the concession center back, and they had the same comments, Yeah, which, I mean, were 
we look at it from a game plan, you know, aren't they doing this or that? And, you know, thankfully they haven't uh, figured out. Sure. Watch <laughs> the defense playing well. That's why, maybe that's why they're trying to mix it up. Oh, exactly. So it's fixing to get really loud up here in the booth as uh, Mason Puncher's Mighty Band from Puncherland is on the field, and uh, Junior High is going to join them here just shortly on the field. And so I would say uh, here with uh, still 10 minutes on the clock, let's take another uh, two-minute commercial break here from our sponsors as we didn't get to do much of that in the first half. We'll be right back here to start the second half after this uh, two-minute commercial break. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak, or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. If you want to bid on some amazing prizes, then be sure to attend the Mason County Chamber of Commerce Wild Game Dinner on Saturday, November 13th. Take part in the special ammo auction for a chance at an 1860 Henry rifle. Plus, there's a live auction, door prizes, and 23 guns and ammo up for grabs. Enjoy food from Cooper's Original Pit Barbecue and, of course, Wild Game. Come on out and celebrate hunting season at the Fort Mason Community Building. For more information, call 325-347-5758 or visit masontxcoc.com. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club... Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, jeez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. 95.3 K-N-E-L. Back at halftime here at the Puncher Dome. Mighty band from Puncherland. Wraps up their end of uh, season performance and now joined by the junior high band members, my daughter included. I imagine this is going to sound loud and a little mix and match. While we're... Uh, <laughs> Pretty bunched up right in front of the home crowd of Mason. And uh, while we're waiting and listening, let's uh, get my pause here. As uh, both high school and junior high bands are combined. They're very well known. Or the many football games. One thing we don't do often enough is talk about the uh, the rankings 
2A Division One. They've been pretty uh, consistent on the top half. Basically, started the season. Ranked number six, and now number eight. Division One 2A. Uh, so top the list for Frio High School Rockets. Number one, China. Number two, Benson Bears. Number three. Crawford's moved up to number four. Harley. Oh, Bearcats moved up to number five. New Deal's at number six. Mexico Bearcats at number seven. Then Mason, number eight. Holman, uh, after they won a, a couple weeks against Cisco, they're at number nine. And the first hand Buffalo is at number ten. Those are your top ten rankings for Division One 2A. Now we'll go to the game. And, uh... Nearby, first ball game, Goldley leads 10 Saba, 28-26. Actually, that's your final. Excuse me, I'm in those. I was looking up previous games a few weeks ago. This is week 11. Live ball games. Up in 4A. And... Recently ranked number nine, the Alabama Animal Heights. They lead Curve Tidy 10 to 7. Uh, also, for Dripping Springs, number seven, they lead Seguin, or excuse me, Trail Seguin, 17 to 14. And I'll try to find some, uh, two A games. Cisco leads Penn State to 40 to 7. Uh, midway through the third quarter. Uh, in, uh, Division One 3A, Jim Ned still at number one. Still at Jim Ned, they lead Clyde 28 to 7. Sonora leads Ballinger 28-21. Looks like Sonora may be moving down next season in district realignment. They lead Ballinger 28-21. Brady leads Bangs 35-14. Coleman broke the top 10. Division 1 2A, they're number 9. They lead winners 35-0. Back up to 3A. I don't think anybody wants to have anything to do with Coleman. That's one pretty good ball. Uh, they dropped down from 3A. I think their numbers are going to keep them Division I, 2A. I mean, they used to be in our district. It could happen. Coleman, uh, Oldway, San Saba. I'd love to go north. Why not? Cisco? Yeah. No, not (laughs) Cisco. Well, Cisco, they've got to have a top 10. Coleman moved in. Right. But I'd rather go that direction for a while. Yes. For longer. (laughs) Get us out of this district. But anyway, uh, sorry. Back to Arizona to move up. Uh, along with Johnson City, Brackenzo uh, should move down, but if Junction moves up again and Snort should drop down, I mean, we're going to be pulled west and likely Harper's going to be attached to us. No, send Harper, Bracket, well, Bracket will move down, you said. Center Point, Harper, Sonora. That's okay. That sounds good. Let's talk about that here. Second half, that's where the punchers build up an even bigger lead over Arizona, at least 35 to 7. Brown leads Brownwood early 14 to 10. Number six ranked New Deal Lions, they lead Sundown 42 to 7. Division two, number two ranked Munster, Munster they lead Petroleum 50 to 6. Number one ranked Mart, in that division, they lead Oregon 49 to 0. It's probably a game of the week, but, uh, not looking so now. So Canadian, that's in 3A, Division Two has been ranked all season. And uh, they get beat. They drop out. They're taking on number three, Childress. 
Division two, three, eight. Childress leads that one 27 to six. They start the fourth quarter. Back to our division, uh, number five ranked Holly. They lead number 10, Forsand, 24 to 14 at the half. Non-ranked teams, uh, but in our division, Holland leads Thrall 8 to zero. Uh, Ganado leads Latonia 21-14. Holland's one that I think could be could be a, a sneak up team. Thrall beat Johnson City pretty bad first of the season. Yeah. So watch out for them. Uh, Shiner taking on Schillerberg. We expect to play Schillerberg if we win this game tonight. Uh, Shiner leads Schillerberg 39-2 at the half. I would think that uh, Shiner's probably going to win that one. Elevator leads Junction 36-14. High ball game between Brackett and Fairpoint, 12-12. Number seven, wow. Beck- Beckville leads Frankston 57-0 at the half. Number three, Tenson leads Shelbyville 14-6. And uh, John Sidley Harper, 22-12. Punchers will be kicking off to start the second half. They received the football to open the game. Referio leads Referio leads Freer, 49-0. Fredericksburg leading Land Passes, 28-17. Wimberley leading number nine ranked Wimberley, leading Austin, achieves 16 to nothing. And Stephenville leads Brownwood 56 to 7. Up in 6A, number one, Austin Westlake, they lead number eight, Lake Travis 42 14. And uh, getting ready to start this second half. Yeah, Mason will kick this one off from our right to left to start this second half. White Row does the kicking. And uh, they have been nothing but uh, squibs all evening as they've tried to keep it away from the back four. Of this Ozona return team. Good one right next to him. Now he's going to kick it deep over the head of the return man into the end zone for a touchback. How about that? I was looking forward to seeing number eight kind of run the football. He hadn't done anything to get to throw it so far. Yeah, interesting. Leading passer coming into tonight. They've, they've shown three quarterbacks so far. Uh, number eight's leading passer. He, he has thrown the football. Number one scored. Lane Smith, when he was in the game, early tied a ball game. Number eight's going to stay in the ball game. Uh, looks like he's getting a call from the sideline. And uh, their leading <coughs> rusher, David Garza, not in the backfield, I don't believe. No. They come out in a, looks like a wishbone. Now they split out. No, yeah, there's Garza. Yeah, Far side. He's on the left side. A wishbone bag over here. Two tight end set. Lane Smith under center. Oh, bubble on that exchange. Looks like it was on a throw on it. Yeah, it's going to be a pickup of about a half a yard there. As uh, brings up second down on the bad exchange between uh, number eight and 21 out of the backfield. I was on a place in the sideline. They'll stay in this uh, wishbone run formation. Hadn't seen it. Yet, number one, Lane Smith under center. And he's going to keep right. it on the left side himself. Ooh, breaks a tackle. He's very quick. Gets the first down marker. Might have got out of bounds right before he got to it. Yeah, I think he's going to be just about a yard short. Bishop came up and floating down, but uh, he had too many blockers out in front of him. 
And there's going to be third down and two for Ozona on their first, on the first possession of the second half. 35 to seven is your score. Punchers on top. Stay in the wishbone. Two tight ends set. Yep. Under center. Punchers all at the line of scrimmage. Let them in the box and they give it to Ed Garza. He's going to have enough for a first after the 37. I thought that was a shoe. I thought Scanlon came out. He got knocked out of his shoe, but uh, he uh, tore the towel off number 12, tied in. First and 10 for Ozona. Ball's on the 37-yard line. Trying to establish the run. The quarterback that started the game is now the fullback. They give it to him on the option give or just a dive. Yeah, he falls forward for about... McLeod down there wanting the double pump on the on the snap. <clears throat> I didn't quite see that, but uh, he could be. Seven, yeah. Arizona receives the football set the second half. We're out there on 30. Second and seven, top sweep left side. Number three, he has blockers, some space, gets to the first down marker, gets the first down, moves the chain. Only the second time we've seen him carry the ball this evening. And uh, he's a big, tall kid, as we described him earlier, and uh, kind of a big stature, him and number eight both. And so that's uh, Logan Fate. <clears throat> a lot of carries against us last year. Yeah. First down and 10, ball on the 48-yard line. Stay in the wishbone. Missed that quarterback under center. It's also right side. Data Garza. Drag, or slowed up by Scantlin, but still gets positive yardage out across midfield to the 46. Can you just remember how his fingers feel after grabbing that jersey on a cool evening like this? Ooh, yeah. That's, do you remember that feeling? Oh, I remember any, yeah, extremities, cold. Like, just when you grab that jersey and pull with just your fingertips? Yeah, yeah you'll, it's like jamming your, yeah. First down, <clears throat> second down and five as they cross over midfield. Stay in the wish from Smith again, keeps it. Ball in the running back's left. Oh, ball comes out. Oh, ball comes out. Trying to think who uh, had that first. Scantlin. Scantlin hit him first. And uh, puts the ball out. Bishop comes up with it. Great recovery there. And uh, that quarterback, he is not going to get the edge. Got uh, wrapped up in the backfield. Loses the football. First down punchers in Arizona territory. Jacoby and Goodwin had a great push initially on that far side. Forced him around. Scanlon hits him. Knocks the ball loose. Bishop picks it up. So it tells you how many purple hats there were around the football. First and ten. Great field position. Once break the huddle from the sideline. They start out 13. Now they go three wide. Now they motion Scanlon out of the back. So no back step. How about that? Walford. Drop back. Now scrambling. He's going to keep it right side. Has the first. Push out of bounds. He's a 30. Okay, so that's something I just don't understand, I guess, right there, in my opinion, uh, based on what I just saw. Goodwin had his man beat down the sideline. If you stop and throw that, it's a touchdown. Uh, but uh, he does pick up the first down with his feet. Yeah. They just felt the pressure there. Had no backs uh, there to block. Regardless, uh, Walker's showing he can't run the football. Got banged up against John City a couple weeks ago, but wing piece set. Bunch receivers to the left. And they 
pitch it left. It's Galen has the edge. He man the beast, throws the fifth arm, and takes it all the way down inside the right at the ten yard line for the first down punchers. Oh, Scanlon, he's thrown that stiff arm every time when he's gotten out there and had the opportunity. He just puts it on on number one, and uh, they plant each other in the soil down there about the five-yard line, or ten-yard line, excuse me, where punchers will have first and goal. So yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, intimidating. You know, when you get the stiff arm, you push back another five yards. Yeah, 8.40 on the clock, 35-7 to is your score. Mason with their first drive of the second half. With formation, two full backs in front of Todd. They take it to him. Robert rolls left. Trying to throw back in the end zone to Comey. Oh, he nearly got it intercepted. Oh, threw it to Comey. Incomplete, but worse. Comey comes up limping. He had that calf injury off and on this season. And Goodwin, once again, wide open in the back of the end zone. you got to – you got to – that's one thing – Ivan hasn't learned yet, being his first year at quarterback, is going through your reads. He tried to force that one into his tall receiver, which yeah, he, never uh, looked. he never looked. Goodwin was coming across the middle. He was about the back pylon, and uh, he was wide open as Comey had two defenders on him. Wing T set. Take the wing back. Here's side of the emotional row and put across to the right. On count. Now they go back pitch. Let's start scaling. Tries to cut it up at the side, but tackled out of bounds. We're going to third down and goal. Third down and goal from about the six-yard line is where they're going to mark this one. So, uh, struggling to get the edge here down in uh, down in the red zone. Yeah, Try to go pitch to the near side. Comey comes back on with the play. Comey's been battling a calf injury. It's... It, not just a strained muscle, it, it actually separated. Kind of like separated. Yeah. When it That's does right. that, you know, you're kind of out. For You'd almost better just come on come on loose. Yeah. Bring T set, strong to the left side. Ooh, all star. Ooh, no. And also Todd, right side, he stood up at the line of scrimmage. Nobody called it. Uh, Tate Smith uh, got a little bit of uh, a head start on that play. No flag. We'll take it. Ball's down to the four-yard line. They're bringing in the kicking crew. They're going to try to kick field goal here. Got a shoot. Cody, Cody comes in to try to field goal. First time he's ever had a 40-second clock for a shoot change. So near the spot where you would be kicking an extra point. So very close. About three About about another yard. Yeah. So they three feet where I was going with that. Right, Rose probably got the better leg, but. Yeah, I like Wyatt's style better. Go straight on up and split the uprights. It still goes good. Hunter Lee at 38-7. Just under seven minutes left in the third quarter. you got to consider that a victory if you're Arizona, holding us to a field goal as we quickly get down the field on our first possession. But uh, nonetheless, still come away with points. 38 to nothing is the score, or 38-7, excuse me. I'd like to thank our sponsors for this year's broadcast as, uh, as and Lynn and Bridget back at the station for allowing us to do this and bring it to you, uh, to your stereo radio car, wherever you may be. We'd like to thank Mason Puncher Club, Dan Gandy Real Estate, Midcoast Well Care and Mason, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Hill Country Collision Repair, Mason Building and Supply, D Commercial Bank, Laneburg Realty, Heart of Texas Ford, Nine Bar Land and Cattle, Willow Creek Cafe, and Mason Bank. Watchers get their first field goal of the season, I believe. Uh, 
It was first or second, yeah. I think we may have tried one against them Sab. I just can't remember if we made it or not. They made it 38 to 7 on their way to a district championship as long as we can keep Ozona out of the end zone. White Row uh, kicked it deep here to start the second half. Good one in Carter. Inside headhunters to get them there first. Well, keeps it low on the ground. Fielded at the 25. I say, I don't know. I think he was looking to pitch the ball. <laughs> Tackle, bad idea. He's <laughs> looking backwards. Colver and Goodwin in on the tackle. They catch him about the same time there. Ozone will take over, the, take over possession on their 30-yard line where it'll be their second time with the football. Here with 6.54 on the clock, 38-7 to is the deficit they face in the puncher dome. Mixed it up a lot. Lots of quarterbacks, lots of options, no consistency in yeah. terms of who they use and where they use them as uh, they got the freshman back in there. Yeah, Hudson Fowler back in the quarterback, three wide. They the guard that makes a good move in the backfield gets back to the line of scrimmage and a couple more. Man, uh, just uh, no consistency in terms of what their game plan is. I guess they keep everybody confused, including themselves, as all these players that we've talked about them utilizing in the backfield are still on the field. Yeah. Now they're again the shotgun, three wide. And we go back. Zoe David Garza straight up the middle, pushes the pile. Now they're getting back to something they did in the first quarter that had some success with. But man, long time in between chances are trying. And uh, third down and manageable here for Arizona as they cross over to about the, I guess the thirty-six yard line. Hooch on in left defensive end there, Montiano and Goodwin. Also anchoring that front defensive unit. Stanley Carter, the inside linebackers. As Fowler takes another gun, another hand off oh, Garza. Yeah. So he runs into his blockers at the line of scrimmage, bounces left, and is able to get the corner, picks up the first down for the line. Ontiveros with the tackle on the outside, but uh, that play was would have been for a lot more. Hunter Goodwin picks his defender up, who outweighs him by a lot, and just lifts him up. And has the leverage and forces uh, number 25 to take a jump. Yeah, take a step back. Yeah, take a jump backwards and uh, lands on Tavares and is able to get him. But uh, first down, Ozona. Fowler, shotgun, roll right, caught in Puncher's territory. 22 makes the cut a good move. Oh, and, face and mask. kind of reached, caught the face mask there right in front of us. Yeah, incidental face mask, but it's uh, right here in front of us. As uh, that's going to be on Tate Spencer, and Ozona's going to get a few extra yards. That's going to put them uh, across the line to gain for the first down, and Puncher, should put them in about yeah. the forty-yard line in puncher territory. Call by number twenty-two, Zayden Badillo, senior receiver, first grab of the night. A couple of good moves there with our secondary in front of them. Attack on the yard. They're going to be. A lot deeper in the puncher territory. 30-yard line is where this ball will be spotted, and uh, or 29, rather. And Mason defense needing to hold here with 514 on the clock. They're well in hand uh, with 38-7 to lead. 
But Ozona driving here for the second time tonight. Tyler Stoy, quarterback, three receivers. We got a false start on the offense. So as soon as they move forward, they move them back. White hat called false start against Ozona. Back up five, first and 15 from the puncher 34. Mayfield back in, left defensive end. Right around the right, George. Yeah, Flavara at the nose. Swapped him completely out. He's in the shotgun, three receiver set. Fowler takes the snap, rolls to his left, goes quickly to slaps, caught by number 11, say, and hit immediately, but he's got to pick up a few more, or a few back towards to his line of scrimmage. Yeah, Brody Baker hits him, but uh, he's going to lose yards on the play. Well, no, excuse me. He's going to gain yards, but still facing a deficit here. Yeah, second down and 12. Ball on the uh, 31-yard line. Two receivers to the far side on the right. Fowler takes that distance. Then it goes a big hole left side, lowers the shoulder, and pushes the football out near the first down marker. Going to be a couple yards short. Yeah, so from a first and 20 situation, they're down to third and four uh, on two good plays by Arizona. Mason Puncher defense swapping back out for that first team set up there on the initial line. Garza picks up 10 to third and two. Four minutes remaining in the third quarter. Mason leads it 38-7. Lions driving. Stay in the shotgun three receiver set. Then they give it to Say. Tried left side. Ball comes out late. I think he's on the ground. Yeah, they're going to call him down right here. At, uh, that's going to be a fourth down and two. Well, they, yeah, gave him great forward progress yeah. after the 20. I agree. But uh, fourth down and two is what Ozona faces here. They're going to swap them out. New quarterback, even, as uh, number one is going to come in. I'd see this This is probably going to be a bootleg keeper around one side. They've gone to that play several times. So, if you're a Mason puncher, I would put uh, two hats on yeah. number one. That's that offense they started the game with. Two up-backs, tailback, and Lane Smith in the gun. They give it to Dede Garza up the middle. He's got enough for the first. Man. Big hole yet again right up the middle. So we countered this uh, this this run game where they were getting these big gaps right up the middle by uh, sticking our two biggest players, two seniors, Will Entz and Milo Mayfield, right up the middle. And I think as this playoff run continues, you're going to have to see some of that. Oh, we got a five-man front again. In the box, they go to the Oh, to the quarterback. That's he's being tackled, but thankfully... The pursuit is there. They're going to get maybe a yard, but... Yeah, but still... I thought that was uh, designed... I don't think that was on purpose. Run, full flicker? Yeah, two. (laughs) Is it a flicker if you don't pass it? If you're stopped, it's a flea, but is it a flicker? Uh, I know what it's saying. Hey, if you don't get the hole, you're going to flick it back to the quarterback, and I'm going to run it. Okay. So, anyway, uh, so what was would have been a loss on the play after... The flicker or the flea, whichever one you want to call it, uh, it brings up a second down and eight. Ball uh, on the 15 yard line. Freshman quarterback back in, three receivers. He rolls to his right. 
That was on the run to the sideline over the head. The 22 incomplete. 22 is having a hard time catching the cold out there. As that's the third one that's gone right through his hand. And uh, yeah, not too high. He didn't jump. No, it was a kind of it, this freshman quarterback's really kind of got a three-quarter angle uh, when he throws the football. And I don't really know how you, how you do that throwing a football. I can do it throwing a baseball, but he's throwing it like he did next level. He's putting it so only the receiver can get it. I think that was just stuck out there. <laughs> 22 didn't have a shotgun or had the freshman quarterback. Yeah. He gives it to David Garza. has a big hole straight up there. Oh, nearly scored. He was uh, falling down, but through our secondary, first and goal, Arizona. We got a player down. I think that's uh, Antavares. Yeah, who is uh, that? Center's got kind of. He's on okay, but yeah, I think he has a cramp. Like he did the foot there, and I was on a keeps it on the ground. Nearly fumbled the handoff. The Bay Lakers get it across the plane. Touchdown Lions. Coaches don't like the call there. Looks like he was stopped short. I didn't think he got across, but nah, didn't either. They're gonna call it. Touchdown, Ozona, with a minute 34, or minute 31 left on the clock here in the third quarter. 38 to 13. Here's both, your score. Both teams, uh, just for comparison, all the way on this extra point. So, again, Mason leads the series 12 to 8. 20 games. Extra point is good. Going back to 1939, the last uh, Arizona win was in 2005. They won 27 to 8. And, uh, Rocket, can you guess the, what that average score is of, the, of this series? Average score. 20 games. Obviously, uh, a little lower scoring in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Right. Higher scoring. Later I want to say the average score with Mason on top is going to be a I'm going to say 32 to nothing. We are close on the, the score. We averaged 30 in the win. Yeah. Against 23 for Arizona. So it, it actually it's been tighter than tighter than a lot of tie ball games. Really, I mean, if you look, I didn't. What I guess I didn't mean to zero, but like, yeah, you're thirty thirty two. As I was going to say, our top, our average top score against them. So far, seeing that tonight, leading thirty eight fourteen. Obviously, in the Burns era, it was you know a lot more lopsided, but Arizona has uh, always played tough. Which Burns era? Cade Burns era. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I mean, I was... Because there was a... There, we played them uh, a few times in the 80s. The 12. Oh, oh, kind of an onside pooch kick. Go oh. to the leg. Oh, and thank you, Todd. Baseball player scoops it up at the 40. That was dangerous. Uh, a couple of them guys getting a little chippy. Zona had the reputation coming into this ball game. It's been a little mouthy. Haven't seen a lot of personal fouls or cheap shots or any of that. It's been a pretty clean ball game. Easy to say that up here. 
going to be a little different on the field. You can be mouthy and not get a penalty thrown on you. Yeah. Minute 30 left in the third. Mason leads at 38-14. Now, Walford goes to the shotgun. Two receivers set. Can't run in the backfield. A motion Bishop across left to right. And they give it to Scanlon. Left side has a big hole and Walker. One man to beat. Down the left sideline. Makes a cut. And down inside the side to the four. Jaden Scanlon, big. Carry. First and go for And the white hat. Here he comes. They're running down the 50. He'll get there. He'll get there. Clock. Right, just leave it right there. He'll get there. James Cannon, the big run. Right, right was leading the – was a lead blocker. Never had to block anybody other than downfield. I want to see him get to Isaiah Bishop on that jet sweep. They faked it. Yeah, same like formation. Now they motion Tate across right to the left. Go to Scantlin, falling blockers, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, punchers. Uh, they're giving the senior the option. Well, he got him down there. He deserves the score. Jaden Scantlin, sixth touchdown of the season. Mason uh, about to go 45-14, pending the extra point. Just when you think Ozona's uh, smelling a little blood and going to take advantage, Mason uh, blocking scheme comes into play. That counter trap has really just worn out Ozona. They're big up front, but if you can get two yeah. bodies and create a wall on those guys, uh, they become pretty useless at that point. So we got your point. Good. That was loud. Yeah, that hit, hit hard. Hit the roof. Velocity. Rogers lead 45, 14. Take a 30 second commercial. Come back. Uh, another kickoff. Makes a bunch of football. 95 30, can you? Landmark Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Serving this area since 1975, we're third-generation punchers and realtors who bring proven success and a team approach to helping you sell or buy real estate, ranches, homes, farms, weekend, and commercial properties. Call, stop by, or visit us online at LaneburgRealty.com. For the best service and market sales price, choose Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. 95.3 KNEL. Right, we're back uh, just under a minute left in the third quarter. Mason goes on, sends uh, a lead 45 14 over Arizona on the uh, Jaden Scanlon touchdown. He, he had a big run, about 45 yards inside the five, and they gave it to him for his uh, sixth touchdown of the season. Ryan Todd's got four today. Light Railroad Company. Kicking off my right to left. Rance Carter in. And Marcus Harding either side of him. Rose going to buy the ground, get bounced. Picked up by uh, Logan Say. Oh. Uh, he found a hole there in the middle of the field. Gets out across the 40, the 42. Good position for Arizona. Landon Jinch uh, on a solo tackle there. Mason Punchers uh, allowed Arizona to rough march down the field and score. Freshman quarterback uh, back in for Arizona. So they've had a four-headed rotation back there. Yeah, he plays a call-out. He's still wearing his JV jersey. Or what it looks like. I agree. 
only 12 men on the JV team last night. They definitely moved some players up. Fowler gives it on his own read. Pick up a one, maybe. Sidelines about uh, 10 second delay there on calling run out to their defense. <laughs> Usually call, run, or pass, try to help the defense out, but uh, when you're that far behind. So, <clears throat> keep the first quarterback in. So, the other quarterback's going to be the uh, H-back. Then uh, it goes to the left. Three receivers set. I thought he's got plenty of time. Straight drop back. Now he's putting it down. Now he's sacked. So, uh, who is that? Julio Utron. Utron gets the sack, and uh, George Lopez Abrana finishes him off. That's going to end the third quarter. Mason leads it 35 13. We'll switch into the field. Take a 60 second commercial time. I'll be right back at 95 3, can you? Nine Bar Land and Cattle is a proud supporter of all sports in Mason. We have much to be proud of here in Mason. Winning teams is how we roll. And Nine Bar believes in that philosophy of how we do business, too. Support our teams and consider letting Nine Bar be your winning team when you're buying or selling ranches, land, or homes. It's a great day at Nine Bar. And as Lee Graham said, it's a great day to be a puncher. If you want to bid on some amazing prizes, then be sure to attend the Mason County Chamber of Commerce Wild Game Dinner on Saturday, November 13th. Take part in the special ammo auction for a chance at an 1860 Henry rifle. Plus, there's a live auction, door prizes, and 23 guns and ammo up for grabs. Enjoy food from Cooper's Original Pit Barbecue and, of course, Wild Game. Come on out and celebrate hunting season at the Fort Mason Community Building. For more information, call 325-347-5758 or visit masontxcoc.com. 95.3 KNEL. And we're back here to start the fourth quarter. Mason leads those on a 45 14. And now he's going to be moving far right to the left. They face on third and 15. A couple scores on the board. They've driven the ball at times, but Mason's just stealing it. They. They're playing a pretty good uh, game plan for the punchers. Freshman quarterback still in, three receivers set. Teller snaps the hands, takes the snap, goes to his right. Now he's stepping up, throws deep down the right sideline for Smith. Intercepted, I believe, by Spencer Morris. No, they're going to call that a catch. Oh, they catch the Arizona on the, uh, they're still fighting over the football on the ground. So both of them caught it. Looks like Morris had the, uh, First possession. I think that was Todd. That's Morris. He yeah, uh, was Morris. He's in coverage on that left side. They're going to give Ozona the catch. So that's a big pitch and catch there. All the way down yeah. inside the 35-yard line to the 34. Ozona first and 10. No huddle. Twins right, one left. Oh, bad snap as it goes to the left of the quarterback. He falls on it. Loss of five. So just like that, uh, you know, you have a freshman or a freshman call up here that uh, can't handle the snap. Big deficit. That was Milo Mayfield, who's the center on offense, is wearing a very long tablet. That's for the quarterback. 
I mean, very long. Like, like, normally the quarterback has his own towel, but he's got it on Lionel Mayfield. It looks like he has a tail. <laughs> that was ankles nearly. Fowler, shotgun through receiver set, takes a snap. Goes to his right. I step again, throwing deep down the middle, but Silver's incomplete over his head. A little too far. Bishop was there, but uh, just overthrown. And Milam, Milam got him a quarterback on that play. As number 35 is feeling a little bit. He hits him right across his thighs. Rizzi's delivering that pass and makes him sell it. Well, 35 is actually number 15 on the roster as a freshman. He's going to be there a long time. He's a big statured kid for a freshman. Yeah. And they got three other quarterbacks. We got three other people that played quarterback. <laughs> so, we're going to take a timeout. 10-58 remaining in the ballgame. Basically, the 45-14. Uh, read our list of sponsors. Yeah, let's read our list of sponsors and give them some airway here. At Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Luke's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and the Mason Puncher Club. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football here on 95.3 KNEL. The Commercial Bank strives to be the good neighbor. We are committed to supporting our many worthy community projects and our awesome school system. Our vision is to continue to grow the TCB brand by welcoming new customers. Remember, it is always a good time to bank with us. Small town banking is alive and well at the Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL. Ozona faces third down and 16. Puncher into the field. Freshman quarterback still in, takes the snap, drops back, throws, caught, good move there by 22, trying to fight to get the first down, out of bounds, fight comes in behind it. Uh, it's gonna, if it wasn't enough for a first down, it's fixing to be, as uh, Mason's going to get a personal foul at the end of that play. Yeah, we had three defenders there. He, was, he made a you know, textbook catch, and uh, not yeah. call inside, but he had a good spin outside. Oh, maybe they're going to call it on Ozona. The signal. Personal foul. Face mask on Mason. So, uh, if he didn't have the first down, which I think he did, uh, he does now. As that's going to march him all the way down inside the 10-yard line, or inside the 15-yard line is where this ball will be placed. First down and 10 for Ozona after a good pitching catch. You know, Zayden Badil, only the second target. Number 11, their big target and wide receiver, has not been thrown to once. Oh, Cantu, who started the game at quarterback, he's an inside receiver on the left side. They go full wide for the freshman quarterback, Fowler, and they motion the wide out from right to the left. Tries the post route back to the end zone completely. Uh, he, was, he was being, and that was just incidental contact, but yeah, Todd, miss. Todd was trailing him and really, uh, uh, they got their feet tangled up about the goal line, and that's going to be pass interference in the end zone. Uh, so that's going to be. Uh, that's talking it over over there. Uh, side judge threw the flag. 
I believe. Looks like he's called a holding. Not, not necessarily interference. They kind of just raised their fist there to their shoulder. Light hat. Meandered over there. Got there. He got there. And here's the call. And maybe. Meandering back. They got to talk to the. Nope. He comes. Pass interference. Oh, that's going to be half the distance. First down, Ozona. First and goal. Yeah, that's going to be ball's going to happen in the end zone. So the ball's going to be placed on the one yard line, and that's uh, going to put Ozona in real good position. First down and goal from the two yard line. And the spread. Shotgun formation. Two back set to the left of Fowler. He gives to David Garza over the left side. Looks like he's got enough push. See what. Looks like he's in the end zone, but I haven't seen a call yet. Well, he's meandering. Really? Called him short. Yeah, he's going to be down at the one yard line, so good good hold up there on that front end. Yeah. Tino Montiano, along with White Row. Hunter Goodwin, everybody. We got twins right here. On receiver left. Oh, snap over the head of Fowler, and there it goes. A falls on it. Man, that hurts. Yeah, they get pushed back to the eight. On Tavares. On nearly got his arm hung under that dive. Now they got third and goal. Hang on the one yard line or the half yard line. Thank goodness they've messed up some here. Yeah, they could mess. They would have third. Third score on the board. Third down and goal. Mason Puncher defense putting the pressure on. Has a couple of high snaps here from the center. He's been doing it from the beginning of the game. Now they bunch up the receivers. Fowler tries. Oh, intercepted! Ryan Todd. No, that's just the Morris. This, no, that's Ryan. Ryan Todd. No, that's 13, I believe. Is it? No, that's Ryan Todd. Yeah. Ryan Todd, no. Yeah. No, they got it wrong. That's not That's not Todd. Hold sure? on. I'm sure. Are you sure you're I'm sure? I'm sure. He's taller than Todd. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Spencer Morris <laughs> right there on the jump, jump the route. Yes. That's his uh, second or third interception of the season. Todd's got. There oh, is the correct call, though, you know, yeah. Mr. Wool. Anyway, keeps those on out of the end zone. Puncher's out of first and ten from their own two. And quick pitch right side to Scantlin. Makes a good cut again and picks up the – well, he's near the first down mark. Right across the ten to the twelve. Yeah, he's going to be real, real close. And they go to the huddle right back to the line of scrimmage. 9-14 on the clock here in this one. Puncher's have it in hand, 45-14. Their formation – they go weak side to the left. Now they're in the oh, kind of in the back. So this is what long. you don't want right here. Yeah, there's a flag back away from the ball. Why well, Roseman called for a few of those on the back side this season? And he was there. Tyler Mayfield was on the ground. Sometimes it's just uh, yeah, personal chop block against the punchers. So a lot of times what happens there is that tight end falls into that inside 
why he's being blocked. And so you kind of get a high-low there uh, or in a chop block situation. He can't chop away from the away yeah, from the you direction. can't hit him and then, yeah, go low yeah. to the other side. Yeah. So, Second and six. Yeah. Well, now we're about the five-yard line. On the left, and road jumps off side right. false start. We're motioning the receiver. Now we're going to be half the distance to the goal. Yeah, so the ball's going to be uh, on the three-yard line, and that's going to make it uh, second down in about 13. So we're just uh, playing copycat here on the, on the flag bug as uh, we played a really clean first half. But uh, they're kind of catching up to their season averages here very rapidly. Uh, they got a big lead, 45-14, eight and a half minutes left in the ball game. Twins left. Walk it under center, bootleg, right side. There he is. There he is. Third on the run, caught. That's Spencer Morris out across the 15. That's the first down punchers. Man, plant your feet and throw the bomb as Rowe had everybody beat. Go to the next layer. That's, again, just reading your progression. Wofford's still trying to find his eyes downfield as uh, he's, when he rolls out. But generally, when you're rolling out like on that play, the first read, pull back in the flat. Second read, next level, mid-level, then third read, unless you just see him right off the bat. Oh, that, that time, Asa did pick up the ball. Yeah, that was a double clutch that, that they were calling for. That McLeod was calling for on the other side, Milam hurt him, and uh, he did it as uh, he pump faked the snap. Yeah. So that's going to back him up once again. Uh, too many penalties here late. You know, this is where you just got to put the nail in the coffin and uh, and move on. Uh, you kind of have to go back to the basics. Yeah, 7.50 on the clock here in this one. 45-14 is your score. Quickly to the line. Shotgun, Walford, three receiver set. Caught in the backfield, off the hands of Walford. He's got to pick it up. He's going to try to run for the tackle. That's the one. My flag. Everywhere. It's going to be a face mask, evidently. Well, the good thing he got it because uh, yeah. that was going to be a horrible spot. That's what called a hold. I think it's more face mask, but. We're going to start out face mask. So that's going to help. So. What would have been a uh, what would have been a first down or a second down and about twenty is now going to be a first down and back to the original line of scrimmage in ten from the seventeen uh, yard line seventeen yard line first down and ten for the punchers after a face mask call so we've had a lot of things happen and we've only moved about twelve yards. Lead at 45-14. First team still in. Winty set, counterplay, right side, big hole. Ryan Todd in the state. Oh, my He's gone. Midfield. Nobody's going to catch him. The 20, the 10. Touchdown, puncher, Ryan Todd. About a 82-yard run for a touchdown. Long way. Big hole right side. 
nearly went untouched. And that pretty much icing on the cake here. Hunter's uh, about to take a 52 to 14 lead pending an extra point. Right, really going to handle the extra point duties here. I was, about, I was just about to say the twos are not in yet. I think they're about to go in. It's time. You've ridden the horse long enough. Yeah. Saddle a new one. <laughs> Extra point by Wright Row is good. Puncher's lead 51 14. They scored 50, well, 52 14. They scored 51 last week against Brackettville. And I was not expecting a. Uh, Only the third time this season we've scored 50. We scored 49 1. Well, we were up on Harper 42 0 at half. I mean, any any game was last side as that one, but. Uh, but. We only scored one score one time. They actually won the second half. Yeah, the Punchers are really, uh, I mean, overall, other than a few penalties on that drive, when Ron Tyler was his fifth touchdown of the game, it was uh, up for the ball out award. Uh, on the offense, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, we can uh, maintain a 50-14 lead. And get the twos in there. Yeah, get a finish to the regular season. And uh, definitely going to get to hold the gold. First gold trophy tonight. Second goal of the season. Win district. And uh, Coach McCloud will have a uh, four-game home winning streak for the first time in the center. For sure. Watch after the burns, though. Where's... 40 straight home wins. <laughs> so, well, a long ways to go. you got to start somewhere. <laughs> Bain started with one, too. Yep. Pyro kicking from our left to right. It's definitely cooling off. <laughs> like a shivering over here. I'm good. Off the hands of the... Whack! Oh, yeah, that was <laughs> Don't hesitate when Stickers is coming down the line. What a Stickers good one. Another solo tackle. <laughs> Number three. He was just acting like he was going to shed him. Yeah, like, I mean, they obviously haven't watched film, have they? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's like three games in a row where number 24 makes all the special teams tackle. I thought I was very confused when they had the football. <laughs> and the team's in. Their third quarterback in. Tristan Keller in the ball game at corner. Now they go back to number eight at quarterback. Goes out of bounds. <laughs> it's the cheerleader incomplete. <laughs> oh, you're trying to throw that away? Is that, yeah. a, is that a. I'm not laughing at the fact that he smoked the cheerleader. Is that a varsity blues call? <laughs> <laughs> but the first time he came in in the first quarter, he comes back, he takes a three step drop, and whoop, throws it right into the puncher dome. Oh. First time he comes in the second half, three step drop, whoop, cheerleader. I'm trying to contain. I'm trying to contain my. I'm just telling you, it's really hard to catch first down. Four wide. When there's time, those across the middle, wide open, hot at the 45, across the 50, brought down in Puncher's territory. Number 21, the other quarterback, started the game. First down, Arizona. He got all kinds of dirt in his helmet. Austin Simpson coming in the game for for Lopez Abrara. Nose guard position for him. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. George Lopez, the bar. 
There you go. There it is. Throws to his right, throwing to the sideline, incomplete. Morrison, we had another pick. He let his receiver a bit far. 621 remaining in the ballgame. Punchers lead 52-14. Number 11. Number 11 out here has yet to be targeted. He has the brightest, widest jersey on the whole field. Yeah, I would uh, I don't know what happened to the fade high school football, but... Torres. Shotgun has time. Now he's on his left. Throws. For Cantu. I'm trying to make complete. Cantu just gave up on the play. <laughs> I mean, Cantu wanted nothing to do with that football. As uh, he watches it hit the turf. Bishop was coming down. He felt, he felt that uh, well, there inside route. Three defenders around him. Third down and ten. Ball at midfield. Number eight. Uh, they're going to live with him this series. Four wide. He's uh, connected with a cheerleader. Uh, on the zone read today. The car to the right side. Almost. Almost. There's a ball. Drags him down. It's about seven. Fourth down and four. Across, they cross over midfield down to the 42-yard line. Oh, You're going to go for it here. All twos in except Bishop back at safety. 5.45 left in the ball game. Watch your 52-14. Keep it on the ground. Ooh, it's the second team defense. They get the first out to the 34. The punchers, puncher had a field first down of zone. Spencer Morris on the tackle. Punchers forcing two turnovers here. That band is loud. Uh, Twenty or thirty junior high players. Go wide, Silvers. Motions the wide out left to right. Takes the snap. Has plenty of time. Throws a little drag route incomplete behind the receiver, Wayne Smith. Both seniors for Arizona. Number one's about had all of it he wants. He wanted that ball out in front of him. He had space to run. Got to get it to your playmakers. This number eight hasn't connected with anybody yet. Wide. Go to the left side. He's packing up the line of scrimmage. Short gain. A lot on the carry. That was uh, number three. Logan Say, junior. But he looks like he might be missing a step or two. He's not quite as have as much agility as he did have. 440 on the clock. 52-14. Hunters lead this one. Third down and 11 for Ozona. There's a bunch of territory. Keep it in the spread for wide. Childress with time. Straight draw back. Now push to his right. The chase. Throws on the run. No, but scooped up. That's a first down marker. Yeah, it's going to be a first down catch for Ozona as uh, first time Childress is connected with a receiver. That was number 11 coming from the back side. Up until that point, he had lots of lots of hops and skips on the turf. He connected with the puncher dome once, a cheerleader on his side the next time. <laughs> but that's his first completion of the ball game. 
don't think I've ever seen a cheerleader get hit. Like that in the football. In a movie. Four <laughs> <laughs> wide for Zona. First down. They get the cars the right side. Ooh, big hole. And bounces it out and should run there. Gets about nine. He's probably going to be over 100 yards rushing, possibly. Oh, easily. I think he had it in the first. Or he's been real close in the yeah, first half. Started out hot. Second down and four. Or second down and three, excuse me. They're going to be down to the 15-yard line. So eating up some clock. 3.30 left in this one. As Mason has this one well in hand. But Ozona trying to get in one more time here. As uh, they will make the playoffs. They'll, they'll be the third team out of this district. And... Uh, They'll play somebody's two. Shutters with time. Knight throws back across the field. So he can't do. Catches it, picks it up, and into the end zone. Flags on the field. There's other scores. Landon Jinch got just absolutely zero. Like a hold, possibly. Yeah, there's going to be a hold, and it's coming back. There's no doubt. Yeah. Quarterback rolled left, threw back to the right. So Landon Jinch ate, ate some turf out there. I guess that was Landon Jinch. Yeah. Garza teed him up. Well, that's kind of... Jay Guerrero comes in. Yeah, he's going to anchor that center. 5-7-3-0-5. I'll let you do the dimensions on that. We have a ref that's about that. Uh, yeah. Pretty close. <laughs> He might be 5-2. Trips on the right. After the penalty, it'd be second down and 12. They go back to Cantu right side and tackle immediately by Spencer Morris. Good job. Yeah, good job. Taking his feet down. Feet out over there. It's going to be third down and about eight. Morris goes back to safety on with Bishop, Tristan Keller, Travis Parker in the corners. Leonard Jinch. Marcus Harding. Outside linebackers, Corey Mock. Well, an inside linebacker. Third down and nine for Ozona. Going deep. Post route. Good coverage there by Kevin. Incomplete. Trying to go to number 11 again. Pretty good coverage. It was. Justin Keller. Yeah. She was right <laughs> off his hip. <laughs> like that little hand motion there after the pass. Zona, last death, fourth and eight. Ball on the puncher, 23, 220 to play. You got some scores from around? Yeah. What's going on? I need to check that. 52-14. Punchers lead this one. 220 on the clock. Ozona at a fourth and desperate. And you're going to get checked at the first down mark. I think he may be uh, going to give him forward progress after this. Wow. Yeah, wow. That was, yeah. Man, big forward progress as he circled back in. And so uh, we're going to give it to him. First down and goal for Ozona. Brady leads Banks 35-14. Holland overthrow 41-7. Wow. Donato with a one-point lead over Flotonia, 27-26. And quarterback Tillers keeps it on the zone read. He's going to be sacked for a tackle for a loss. No, they're going to give him forward progress. He leaned forward. He's going to gain one. Bracken center point tied still 12-12. Yeah. 
gonna be like, hey, they're gonna be like watching paint dry. Johnson City over Harper, fifty to twelve. That'll be the second place team. It'll be second, third, right there, huh? Harper will be the third. No, this will be the third place team. Harper will be four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Center point bracket mm. on the bottom of the district, tied twelve twelve. Childress has time. That keeps himself left side. Then pursuit spins. He's inside the five. They're down a goal. It's going to be under a minute by the time they snap this next ball. So if they get a playoff, there's only one or two more plays in this one. When passes retakes the lead over Fredericksburg, they lead 38-28 fourth quarter. Mm. Stephenville, the big number two ranked Stephenville over Brownwood, 63-7. to That's a big win over Brownwood. Number one ranked Austin Westlake. Lake Travis, 63-21 and 6A ball. Garza tries to run it around the near side, and uh, no luck as uh, Puncher defense is all over him. 35 seconds left to go here in this one. And uh, here's an upset in uh, Division 2, 5A, number 2 ranked, which is Lovejoy. They uh, lose to Liberty, 27-24. Wow. They were sitting at number 2. Yeah, 18 seconds. One more play left. Lido beats Cleveland 77-7 in that same division. And oh, I'm going to try to get it in there. Yes. No, no, I'm sure. With five seconds on the clock, and Ozdora is not going to get – well, they call a timeout. Yeah. Let's keep it out here. Ozdora. They're going to try to get more points on the board. Uh, Dripping Springs, number seven. In uh, Division 2 4 they lead Seguin 32-31, or the final, 32-31. And uh, let's see who else. Close games. Uh, Cisco beats that 7, 46-7. Gymnast stays on top. Number one over Clyde, 35-7. Merkel beats Comanche, 34-20. Sonora beats Ballinger, 28-21. Coleman blows out winners, 32 to nothing. And early beats the wall, 24-14. Shredders beats Canadian, 34-13. Number one, uh, Division 1-5A, I believe, didn't run. They beat Lone Star Rangers, ranked number five, 7-6, the final on that one. Holly beats Forsan, 24-21. Ozona looking to push this one in with third, four, four seconds on the clock. They have it at the one. Shiner beats Schellenberg 46-2. Look at Refugio. Refugio leads Freer six, or beats Freer 68 to nothing. No. Oh, late player coming on the field for Ozona. Uh, Isn't that a flag? Ozona scores. Would have been a flag. One second. On the clock. How to run it. We're going to get another touchdown here to end the ball game, but they had a player running on the field. They snapped that ball. Yeah, it was a nine-man set. Uh, Let's bring your sponsors real quick. Will, Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and the Mason Puncher Club. 
So Arizona gets a third touchdown on the second team, one second remaining. Extra point pending. Right now, they're going to lag. So, rest ready to go home. I'd imagine. So, I'm going to try the extra point, but Mason's going to win this one 52. 20. They're going to go for two. Yeah, go for two. Mason takes a snap. His last play. Oh, he's going to tackle the ball. He's going to score the two points. So, you know. 52-22. You know, I, I don't like to see Hunter give up a two-point conversion, but I'm happy to see a senior, you know, get the last snap and get points. So, Zona, that's going to do it. Mason gets to Zona 52-21. Still one second on the scoreboard. It's 22. Yeah, they got the two, so it's 22. 52-22. Clark guy struggling. I guess we're going to have to have a kickoff. We will have to have a kickoff. We're going to keep it short here after this one as uh, it's starting to get really chilly. And uh, I could not bring his jacket. And there's not going to be just a whole lot to talk about. I mean, Todd wins the offensive side of the deal. And Spencer Morris, I would think, probably wins the defensive side. He made some good plays, had an interception there. Uh, defense did a really good job. But... Uh, Still some things to work on going into next week. Uh, well, we don't know exactly where we'll be. I assume some da- well, somewhere down around the San Antonio area. You know, Schillenberg, I just saw that Shiner Schillenberg score. They held him to, held him to 46, but that's still. That's substantial. Well, they scored two points, but. Safety, evidently, but. I don't know any other way. So, anyway, lining up Mason versus Schillenberg somewhere southeast next week. Either San Antonio or Brothels or San Marcos. Oh, hopefully not. Hopefully it's... I mean, it could be awesome, I guess, but... Hopefully not. Hopefully... I thought you were going to come, come on up 35 there. Why we might play over like a Liberty Hill? So, finally get to see... <laughs> another kickoff by Arizona. And they try the onside. Good bounce, but a good... Good, uh, go up and get it by Ivan Walker to finish the ball game. Watch you're going to win this one 52 22, I believe. I got 21 on the scoreboard. Take a 10 minute commercial break, come back with, uh, game stats and, uh, the, uh, awarding of the first gold football trophy to your Mason Punchers. This are champions 2021. This is Mason Punchers football 95.3 KL. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak, or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. We've got all your projects covered at Mason Building Supply, your hometown general store. Put a fresh coat of Valspar paint on the house, then add some new bird feeders and a fresh cabinet wood stain for the deck. Get ready for spring and summer gardening and landscaping. We rent tillers and aerators and order sod to keep your lawn looking fabulous. Don't forget that new fencing or fence repairs. Mason Building Supply has it all at 254 Moody Street in Mason. Or give us a call at 325-347-5899. 
Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate. When you need primary family medical care close to home, Midcoast Wellcare Mason is the place. We provide walk-in service for minor emergencies or illnesses and convenient lab services as well. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, we're here for you at 626 North Avenue F with no more waiting, driving, and no appointment needed. Midcoast Wellcare Mason, 325-216-9581. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. 95.3 KNEL. Well, that's both game in it. Puncher Dell, Marco, and Trippy Stadium with the Punchers. Well, both teams. Mason, Arizona, Camilla Field, in player. Clean ball game. Mason, uh, again, district champs. 14 2A. They win this one 52 22. He's 21 still on the scoreboard. And, uh, Senior night, 9-1 and one on the season. Seniors got to be proud about that, and this has been a good group. You know, they did this on the JV level, junior high level, so I start the postseason. Got, we used to talk about, you know, there were always three parts to a season, you know, preseason, district, mm-hmm. district, and then postseason. And so they're kind of starting a third leg. And it's just a different mindset, but uh, – Great win by the punchers here in front of the home crowd and what could have been a close much closer ball game. They put it to those on the lines. Yeah, no doubt. Uh uh what a great uh great finish, like you said, to district here. Uh stats kinda look like this. And I agree with Will, it might be one of our biggest total yards uh games of the year. Mason ran it thirty three times for three hundred and eighty eight yards, a lot of those big runs by Todd. Arizona ran it 47 times for 191 yards. Uh, Mason threw the ball only six times, but completing four of those for 55 yards. Arizona threw it 25 times, only completing 10 of those for 128 yards. Total yards comes to 443 for Mason, 319 for Arizona. Uh, third down conversions, Mason was two for five, so that's not great. Uh, but Ozona was only seven for 16 turnovers. Ozona had two of them, a fumble and an interception. Penalty-wise, Mason uh, carrying on their season-high average. Uh, they had seven penalties for 64 yards, and Ozona was penalized four times for 35 yards. So still need to clean it up from that perspective, in my opinion, uh, especially as we move into the playoffs where uh, those opportunities become more, more and more limited. Uh, but we did see some adversity on the offensive side of the ball in terms of formations and shifts and moves and uh, really effective blocking, especially there early and uh, and late, I guess. But a uh, uh, little different look from the offensive perspective than what we've seen in games past. And uh, it's good to have that uh, diversity from that standpoint and those guys being able to do several different things. But you got to clean it up from a penalty standpoint. And we did have a clean first half of football, and I really, I really thought that that was good. But uh, we need a complete game. So 
the golden ball lifted up as district champs, and uh, that's hopefully the first of uh, of several that uh, we can stack together as we move through this progression. And uh, you pretty sure Schulenberg next week, huh? Pretty sure it's going to be Schulenberg. Uh, that was kind of the expectation. They lose the Saturday night. Should be the fourth place team in that district. So, place the time to be determined. Team excited. Hosting that trophy delivered by principal and former coach Kay Burns. And you're racing puncher. District champs, 9 and 1 of the season. They, uh, finished the regular season and senior night with a big win over Arizona. Uh, Next week, again, time close to be determined, but pretty sure it'll be Schillenberg. And, uh, Mason, uh, heads into the postseason. It's a great atmosphere. We're gonna, that'll do it for our broadcast tonight. Thanks for joining us again and all the season. Thanks for winning. Bring you back at the station and everyone that helps, uh, put this on. And, and again, so many, uh, original voice of the Mason Punchers for so many years. We're happy to continue the tradition alongside the Punchers. Uh, whatever Micah Walker signing off. No Red Raider football tomorrow. Thank goodness. Maybe they can find some offense in the off week, but, uh, find a coach. Next game, November 13th against Iowa State. And, uh, that'll do it for us. Everyone have a safe and happy, uh, weekend opening gear season. And, uh, in the honor and memory of the late Lee Graham on the station for so many years. It's a great day to be a puncher. It's a great night. We're going to have a fantastic weekend. See you next week. Good night. Thanks for listening to Caniel Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For live broadcast of Caniel Sports, listen to 95.3 Caniel FM, 1490 Caniel AM, or com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play Caniel FM or Caniel AM. Or find Caniel 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL.